wouldn't it be great if when you went to buy a computer or after you bought a computer if you had any questions you could ask a genius well that's what we've got this is called the genius bar Hey, Sam, I have a question. Hey, what's up, buddy? How are you? You got your genius cloth yet? Did you buy one? I did. I, I bought one for my grandma. She gave me money for it. Wait, when I don't, saw her. don't you have your own too? Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, it it's not the same as when your grandma buys one, but it's very, it's just <laughs> as cuddly. Uh, you know you who know. doesn't have the genius cloth yet? I don't know. Can we get a drum roll? Do you have a drum roll sound effect? No, I need to get one. I was thinking about that. I, I haven't upgraded to the latest OS on this thing. You know, we don't have the drums. We don't have the... It's Renee Ritchie, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> Renee Ritchie's the on the show. The most Dude, anticipated guest, maybe? I don't know if the genius what? costs are legal in Canada. We have to get the Prime Minister to weigh in on this. Do you think, uh, do you think Renee's the most anticipated guest ever? Um, I'm not sure. Probably. I feel I like he so. is. For me, like it probably Cook is. would be the most anticipated guest. Mm. Uh, Renee, you are, I think, out of, okay, I think I say this for every guest, so take this with a grain of salt, but uh, out of <laughs> out of all the YouTubers that exist, I think I look up to you the most. Aww. Like, I think I have I'm for you. Canadian. Years. I don't blush. I melt. Stop it. Okay. Here, let's let's get a full screen I, of you melting. I brought you a little <laughs> something, John. Oh. oh, thank you so much, Renee. Just think, just, oh, just, that's just, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're wearing a Petit Four or Four shirt yeah. too. Yeah, he, he straight up held up a, a roll of toilet paper. He's wearing the, the front page tag. <laughs> I that looked FPT for my bike helmet, but I put it away because it's winter here. And the same person is on the road. <laughs> oh, also, just the a prerequisite that we've discovered: uh, Renee is funnier than Sam and I both. Uh, so for this episode, I'm going to need to ask to just make us look good, okay, Renee? Just tone it down. Yes. Just chill. Yes. I'll, I'll tone it down. Renee, I want to ask you. I want to ask you something that you already brought up, and I feel like I just want okay. to ask every guest who is like very affluent and well connected in the Apple community this question: Have you ever met Tim Cook? I, I feel like affluent. It's like you have a lot of apples. It's like you're just you're apple wealthy. <laughs> yeah, it's the most amazing thing. I have. I've met Tim Cook a few times. I like Tim quite a lot. He's, Whoa. The the weird thing about Apple executives is they are exactly like they are on stage. Like they come Whoa. on stage, you see them, and they they talk the same way, they have the same temperament, and that's not at all normal in the consumer electronics <laughs> space. Because I know people from other companies, and it's night and day. Like they'll get off their their fancy Android stage, pull out their iPhone, and get down to business. But <laughs> the like Tim sounds like Tim. Craig talks like Craig. Johnny talks like it's it is almost eerie, but it's also endearing. Well. well that's so cool. So I f I think we forget that you know Renee is like Apple's golden boy. No. Yes, <laughs> my name you are in a good way. In a, no, yes. no, no, but in a good way. Like, because there there are people that I feel like review Apple products, and it is just like only hype and only fun. But like, what I really enjoy about Renee is that I, I've always enjoyed. Well, you're sort of a you're a writer by trade, right? Like that's what you did most of your life, correct? I started off in product marketing. Uh, actually, so I was on the other side of the fence, but it was in enterprise software. And I love marketing, but enterprise software is deathly dull, boring. And I have to talk to like <laughs> SAP and HP and uh, like IBM, but like not the cool IBM, which is scary because there's no cool IBM um, all day. And I, it was just deathly dull. And then I found what became Mobile Nations and I got hired by Dieter Bowen, who's now at The Verge to write about Apple. And I was like, there's one phone on one network in one country. Am I really going to have something to write about every day? And he's like, oh, you just wait. 
Wow. <laughs> and now we don't. Now there's a huge news drought all the time. Like so every people say that, but like then yeah. Quo says something or Sam says something or yeah. I don't know a, a fapata goes up and the entire world has to turn itself back on. No, we don't talk about those days. We don't. <laughs> we don't talk about those days. We have to wait until the the we simmer down from the flat edge Apple Watch before we mention anything else. <laughs> We have to let that die down a little bit. Renee, do you have anything to say to John about his fake Apple Watch? All right, so the first ad for the day. (laughs) I'm just curious, is it going to be the new SE or is it going to be the, like, there's three new watches next year. It's going to be one of them. So which one is it going to be? Because, like, to me, it's not as attractive as the current Apple Watch. And I think Apple wants the SE to be less attractive than the current Apple Watch. You Mm. you think the the flat Mm. edge one is the SE? Like, there's a chance that it's the Mm. SE? I, that was Gruber's theory, um, and then I saw someone else say that it could be the extreme or the whatever the rugged, the rugged version yeah. ends up being. Yeah, I mean rugged. that makes sense because flat edge f- iPhones are like super durable. Yeah, that unless they go and like make it really like adamantium or something. Yeah, you know, like really, I mean, really ugly rugged. <laughs> Here's the issue: uh, that watch exists somewhere yes. behind the walls. It exists, uh, and. I mean, I guess I didn't really entertain the theory that it might be the rugged watch. I think Sam, you you like planted that in my yeah. head. It's and gonna happen. I'm I'm telling you. Like you I think just it's the rugged it. watch, not Series Absolutely. Eight. You think Series Eight will be like Absolutely. this? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hundred percent. That's a be, Sam. That's they, very bold. They're not, they're, there's no way that they're gonna change the design. Like the Series Seven was like a major design update. I mean, a major quote unquote, like the biggest in a couple uh-huh. of years. I don't think there's any way they do that for a year and then say flat edges. And the whole time, like I remember when I first saw the images that you shared of the flat watch, I was like, oh my god, new watch, yes, flat edge, everything. Uh-huh. And then the more I thought about it, I'm with Renee. I'm like, this doesn't number one comfort wise, like wearing this on your wrist. 20 hours a day, 12, 15 hours a day. Like, I just don't think it would be as comfortable. It might cut into your skin a little bit more. Uh-huh. Number two, like, it just doesn't look as good. It, it It's blocky. Like, some people like that, but I don't think it would look as good on the wrist as, like, a, a fashion like the accessory. Apple tag right? didn't get the square design for a reason. You know, they just something. Yeah. 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 I, so I, I totally agree with Renee and that it doesn't look as good. And for me, it makes, like, now you're convincing me even more because – like <laughs> the iPhone got stronger when it got the flat edges. Yeah, yeah. And like you've seen the, the drop tests of the of iPhone 12 and 13. Like they don't break. It's yeah, really good. They don't have the screen. The screen's not curved anymore. It's flush mounted onto this onto the frame. Yes, the exactly. And that is like so for the CAD file that I shared in the last episode of Front Page Tech. At the end, you can see where there's literally a, a space for a flat display. So it would be. It looks like it would be flush. Which and it looked a bit I don't bigger. Know. I don't know if you did that to scale, but it did look bigger as well. Yeah, it was a little bit bigger, yeah. It did look yeah. bigger, I agree. Um, and I so, tell you, like, size? I like, if I thought it wasn't real, like when The Verge put out that wedge-shaped iPhone 5 and I knew that wasn't the iPhone 5, and I just like, nah, <laughs> nah, yeah. <laughs> that ain't it, Chief, nah. So I would, t- I would tell you, but like, that, I think that's perfectly acceptable as one of the next Apple Well, watches. that's the thing, like, I don't. I mean, I don't know if I ever sent them to you. I would never because of your relationship with Apple. We, would, we wouldn't do that, but I have sent images to Sam of the actual thing, and that CAD file that I shared in the last episode... We got that, I think, almost exactly two weeks before the event, but I'm a fucking idiot because I saw it and I was just like, oh, the one on the left is like Series 6 or like the SE and the one on the right is the new one because I was told that's going to be the new one. But if you look closely at the CAD file, I literally had what became Series 7, like what was announced. It's literally sitting right there on the left of that CAD file, but right next to it is that new one. Why are they in the same CAD file? I wonder why they're side by side or what. Like, in what context that makes sense, because unless, I mean, to me, in my head, the thing that makes the most sense is that they get released together. 
Yeah. Like, are we looking at Series 8 and Rugged yeah. side by side? Yeah, there would be an SE, Series 8 and Rugged. I mean, that's what Ross uh, Young said. I know, but he's you, got, he's you said you're 100% sure that the flat one is the Rugged one. Yeah, yeah. It's So it's going to be the, are you eyebrow I, I believe... Sure? <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure, dude. Like, I don't, I don't have much eyebrow. Are you like, Elon Musk? You wouldn't have been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm pretty confident because I think the the next SE, I think, is going to probably take the design language of the Series Seven, where it's a little bit softer, or uh-huh. maybe they just reuse the body of like a Series Five again. But yeah, I think it's going to there, there's going to be three sizes. It's going to be the SE, then it's going to be the Series Eight, and then it's going to be the rugged because. I, like, I just see it. I just see it on the website. The The Rugged has been rumored b- uh-huh. like, by German multiple times. German knows what he's talking about. Yeah, we were supposed to get that this year, and then that didn't happen. But even in your video, you Ho- said wait a minute. next year. No, no, no. German, when he mentioned the uh, Rugged watch, he said yeah. originally that it was coming this year. That's yep. true. But then it got delayed. Is, yeah. that why I, is that why I got the Flat Edge one? Was Probably, that like bro. the Rugged one that was coming but then didn't? I don't know. Leaks are hard. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Renee did leaks. Did you know, Sam, back in the day? I hardly I've tired. seen you tweet about that, but I feel like I just wasn't like conscious because I don't remember that. <laughs> yes, I forgot. Sam's like 16. The original there, iPad there any? mini. Um, what? And that was funny because German and I both got the iPad mini and Apple Maps at the same time. And he published Apple Maps and I published iPad mini. And then we were talking and going, wait, what? you?" Uh, and it was this random chance we chose to go the way that we did. It was uh-huh. super amusing. <laughs> uh, a bunch of iPhone events. I got the lightning. I think I was the first one to report about the lightning port. But that was all back in, wow. the, back in the old days. So wow. if you don't mind me asking, I think we've talked a little bit about it privately, but... For people wanting to know publicly, why don't you do that anymore? Why don't you partake? I found it like a few reasons. One is that it was always super stressful because like I I, <laughs> I had it and I would multiple source it because I never wanted to be wrong on the internet. It's like one of my biggest fears is to be uh-huh. wrong on the internet, which is bad because leaking is a is like a risk reward like ratio game. You gotta always make those gambles. Uh, and then I would stress about it and you worry that if you waited too long, German or Pachowski or somebody else would post it. Yeah. So you couldn't you couldn't wait overly long either. And then I would post it and I'd just sit there stressed for the next few hours because like once I had the date for the iPhone event and I said the iPad was coming at the same time and then a week later Pachowski's like uh, the iPad event is separate and really and they were super polite back then I don't know what's happened to the leak community since like these days uh-huh. but everyone <laughs> it's was not like so that anymore. nice to each other and like so considerate and like yeah you got that one I'm gonna build on it with this one it was it was so and I was just and then also, a bunch of my friends went to work at Apple, and then I don't ever want to put them because they would never oh, look at yeah. all total pros. But I would never want to put them in a situation where Apple's like, "So you know this person who's been you know chatting yeah. things up yeah. all over the internet." So I got really low key for a while. Like I would just write uh, hypotheticals, like you know, people say they want a smaller iPhone, but I think what they actually mean is they want a smaller case. So wouldn't it be cool if Apple ditched the home button and just made oh, like a full yeah. screen display? And then so blah, basically, blah, blah, then, like, iPhone two years 10 later, was. Basically, iPhone 10 was your idea. No, but like, you know, like, like, <laughs> like, you know, it's like after you've been around for a while, you hear things and then like they just start moving in your head. And also Apple's a really logical company, like compared to some of the uh-huh. other companies that just splatter things everywhere. Apple makes very few products. They tend to iterate on those products and there's obvious points that they want to address. So it's not like hard to predict maybe not exactly what they're going to do. And it's totally obvious in hindsight. You look back and go, well, of course they were going to do that. And then after a while, you just start to see, oh, like these are the next three, four moves they're going to make uh-huh. eventually. And then it's like, is that even a leak at that point? It's just like, I know what that person's working on. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, I mean, now you're like, you have a really 
uh, good working relationship with Apple. I feel like that's why I said you're like their golden boy because I feel like every other every other uh, personality online making videos or or whatever they get the products uh, early and they're inclined to say either nothing like just repeat the event and that's their video uh, <laughs> or they just they, they it's very high praise. I feel like you have the freedom to kind of say whatever you want and Apple just sit back and go you know what yeah that's fair. Renee's probably yeah. right. If Renee's saying he's probably right. Well, I mean, they want feedback. Like a lot of people think that if you're if you're like uh, negative about stuff, they'll disown you or something. And the thing is, like, it, it's just a relationship, and they they value honesty and they have the sense of innate fairness. And they know what the problems are in the product. Anyone who works in product marketing or or product engineering, they know what the problems are. And if you point them out, they're just like, yeah. That's fair. And I have the, I have a reputation for loving everything. But if you actually go through my videos, I'll be like, I love ProRes, but being trying to take it off with Lightning is complete garbage. Like, there's just no uh-huh. way that USB 2.0 is like, like, why can they think of a fast storage solution, but not a fast export solution? So, like, those sorts of things to me is where the product breaks down. And if I don't say that, there's less chance of it getting better next year because they have the same arguments that we have inside Apple. And there are people who want one thing and people who want the other. And they use everything from like radar bug reports to people on Twitter to the articles and videos that get posted to try to fight their arguments, to win their arguments. And I want mm-hmm. like the things that I want to win. So the only way I can do that is by expressing right. you know, my displeasure at the things I don't like. I, I yeah. was just no, I was, I was just sitting here and like for the last five seconds completely didn't hear what he was saying because I was just looking at the set behind him. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, what's that? I like that. For audio listeners, you don't really get to see it. But if you, hey, we don't we have the YouTube URL now, Sam? Yeah, yeah, we have youtube.com slash genius bar. So easy for the for the audio listeners. I don't know how the hell we got that. But for audio listeners, if you want the video version, youtube.com slash genius bar. Do you think Apple will uh, come after us and Take slay us? Facebook no. took metaverse. <laughs> yeah. John, this is a candy podcast. We've it is a candy this. podcast. Yes, you are correct. It's definitely not about Apple at all. Also, for for the way trademarking like works, um, we couldn't like generally. You have to file a. Tr- this is something that I learned when I was looking into like trademark filing, and um, you, you like there are multiple Apple companies in the world. Like there are multiple Apple incorporated in the world, or at least companies that use Apple on their products. Like there can be an Apple farmers market or an Apple like cereal right? You just couldn't make a technology company or put the Apple logo on shirts because that infringes on their trademark. So like, that's why if you're driving down the road, you might see, you know, uh, an Apple family care or something, because it's like customers aren't generally going to be confused and walk into there trying to get their iPhone fixed because it's like, this is obviously not an Apple store. So that's why you can see multiple brand names that are the same. It's just because they're completely different. As long as you don't use them, that's like, we're Apple movers, yeah. bro. We don't fix your iPhone. Fix my iPhone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, sometimes, like, I think that you guys remember the pear lawsuit? Like, yes. Like, a couple years, <laughs> uh-huh. like a year ago, where they were like, this looks like an Apple. And it was like, dude, like, it's just not. Like, it's not even yeah. close. A consumer would not get confused. But um, I think, like, I don't, I would never do something that I felt would be legally, like, not okay or even ethically like i wouldn't want to i don't want to just take apple sun it doesn't feel right like yeah genius I mean, bar I, podcast people are not going to be confused and be like this is where i get my iphone fixed <laughs> yeah i mean i don't think that they're going to come after us le- oh look at my sweater it's so nice i don't think they're nice. going to come after us legally uh but i wonder if like some sometime in the future uh they'll want that url and if they do they could they could buy it from us but i'm sure they would just reach out to youtube be youtube be like here here you go they're yeah, genius yeah, bar yeah. two now <laughs> 
<laughs> here's like, a billion okay, you support VP9 now. We'll do this for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll be like, here's, we'll give you a billion dollar discount on Google search default, you know. So I, I have an interesting <laughs> so story. Start, like, there's an example here that's interesting because like that pair lawsuit was completely dumb. But there's also like this propensity mm-hmm. for like, like there's this idea in the last few years that cynicism equals like authenticity and negativity like equals honesty. And like the pair thing, like there's a... I don't know what the right word is. It's like a copyright. You have to defend the copyright or you're Uh at risk of losing it. So Apple would rather a court say, no, it doesn't infringe. And Apple just not do anything because then at some point someone's going to infringe and they'll go, well, you didn't defend it these last three times. So you've relinquished rights to it. Mm. So it's super annoying. But they're a company that has limitless funds. They they would much rather just have lawyers sort it out. So anytime anything like that happens, trademarks, copyrights, patents, they're just going to say, we want a court ruling. And and that's Uh what it's going to be. And it's going to be super dumb. But they're going to be like, we didn't have to decide. The court said. So next time we go to court. We have no position. We'll just litigate the whole thing all over again. Yeah. Hmm. I yeah, have an, I have an interesting story. Renee was talking about earlier that uh, when he's met Tim Cook and, and and everyone that they sort of, they basically just pop off the stage like they're the same person in person when you meet them. I have an interesting story because I got recognized yesterday. Uh, nice. But I, well, we should do the ad first, shouldn't we, Sam? Yeah. Let's see, do the ad. I'm, I'm figuring it out, audience. I see what I just did. Instead of interrupting the guest... To go to an ad. I interrupted myself. You see what wow. I did? This is just great. I, <laughs> I mean, what an entertainer we got. What an entertainer. Yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. So this is how we're going to do it, audience. We're figuring this out together. I'm going to cut to Sam and I, so you don't have to sit and watch Renee. And Sam and I are going to do the ad. Renee, you can go like to the toilet or get a drink, whatever you need to do for the next 30 seconds. <laughs> Never mind, don't believe he's he hasn't told me right there. What Renee has not told you is that this is his bathroom. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this whole thing is a green screen. It's just like flushing all behind me. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back with Renee. Okay, it's Sam and, and myself. Okay, which, which one should we do first? You pick. You pick. You, no, you pick. Okay, I pick a fun one. I pick Mint Mobile, everybody. Here Dude, I really like Mint Mobile. Um, yeah, sorry, round of applause, round of applause. You forgot uh, your sound bite. There you go. This is so good. Like, uh, I mean, I don't even know where to start with this. Like, all the main carriers suck. Yeah, you want to feel Should dumb in the there? next 30 seconds? <laughs> Do you use any of the main, <laughs> what is it, three carriers? Here's the deal. You're probably overpaying for your your stuff. You your, are your, overpaying. Your data. And uh, what if you could get a great deal for, for Mint Mobile who has premium cell service like it's got 5g it's got the the nation's largest 5g network because i believe it bootstraps off of uh, another popular one but Mm -hmm. they're like hey we're gonna make this cheap but you you say cheap it's like oh it's probably not as good that is not true i have been using this like they sent us sim cards Uh to try it uh i have a business line now because of mint mobile which is so sick like how official call me on my (laughs) business line Uh dude it's so so cool like because you don't have to give out your personal phone number so whether you're looking for your your main line to save money or you're looking for a business line it's like it's so good i just i can't believe i haven't had it and like usually i was like i wouldn't add a business line because i'll be paying double myself yeah you're like that's not worth it (laughs) but But with mint mobile especially for the holiday season you get a really good deal (sighs) right now uh you can get mint mobile right now if you switch to mint mobile if you're listening to the show right now you go to check the link in the in the description or in the show notes when you sign up right now and buy any three-month plan, you get an, an additional three months for free. That's You Literally get three months that you pay one, for, one. and then three months that they just give you. 
That's six months of self-service for the price of three. Uh, it's so good. Listen, you guys can do this right now when you go to mintmobile.com slash genius. That's mintmobile.com slash genius. They say you can cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month. Yeah, it's pretty that crazy. It doesn't sound real, but I know. it is because I've looked at their website. <laughs> it's multiple times in the copy, so we know that's accurate. 15 bucks yeah. a month. No, it's so good. You guys got to check out Mint Mobile. Um, at the very least, just like look, you can try it out. They're a good company. Like from every, they've had good customer service when I had to activate my SIM. Very, very good. Uh, I don't have a good enough good things to say. I just love that I have a business line now. Thank you, Mint <laughs> yeah. Mobile. MintMobile.com slash genius. Get a three month plan and get three months free. Yeah. Unlimited talk, text, 5G network. Pay for what you use, not for what you don't. MintMobile.com slash genius. All right. Thank you, love Mint you Mobile, guys. for sponsoring this episode of Genius Bar. Little, little bit. Okay, I just gave him a little one. Yeah. Okay. And back to the show. Hi, Renee. <laughs> I made a steaming hot cup of apple Kool-Aid. To, oh, hey. Uh, to As if you weren't with. drinking it already. Am I right? Sam, give us what the old oh, one, man, too. I'm so wasted on apple Kool-Aid. No. You don't have, like, a laugh track? No, that's the... Oh. Thank you. <laughs> that's, that's what I need. I need a backup. Though. That's uh, the apple Kool-Aid. I was at Walmart yesterday. Like you do. Oh, you got recognized. At I know, Walmart. dude. The most embarrassing place to be recognized, oh. like not an Apple store or a Best Buy or like. I did don't you know. have a mask and a hat on? Don't you normally go out pretty stealth? Yeah, I do, but I was. I did not have a mask on yesterday, and I was walking like down. It was just towards the end of the store. I'm walking straight, and this guy it was a worker. I I have Ooh. a picture with him. I probably shouldn't show it on the podcast because he didn't give me permission to do that, but. He's walking towards me and he does that look where you know that like he's going to say something. He knows that he knows me. And I'm like, okay, do I want him to know me though? Because whereas Tim Cook and Craig Federighi, they're still like they're in character when you meet them. I am not. I'm not the same person (laughs) on the show and I'm not prepared to meet you. And so and I always forget like when I'm at Walmart, dude, just like looking at underwear. Yeah, yeah, I forget I'm that dude, and I, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just at Walmart, and I, all I do, all I want is I like, I want underwear and like a magic kit. That's all I want. I'm just roaming around Walmart trying to get myself a magic kit. You don't know, oh Sam, God. or like, I, uh, I don't know, clearly not, or I like, I knew uh, you, but. <laughs> or just like French fries to go into oven. That's all I want, man. Oh, and I so, do love all yeah, the so I'm ones. just walking to Walmart. He gives me the look, and I'm like, oh God, I brace myself, and he walks by me. I'm like, okay. I'm in the clear. So then I go into an aisle, but then he peeks his head in the aisle and he comes. He, I think he was like, he recognized who I was. And he's like, okay, am I ready for he this social interaction? You. Yeah. He's like, do I go up there? And he's like, yo, man, uh, I just want to ask if I can get a picture. I was like, oh, yeah, sure. So I had like hyped myself up with anxiety, thinking this was going to be a terrible interaction. And he just asked me for a picture. We took a picture and then walked went our separate ways. He wasn't even like, That's hey, nice. you're the guy from the thing. For all I know, Whoa. he thought I was somebody else. Everything out. He thought it was like Dale Earnhardt Jr. I don't know. Like a dozen YouTubers and he still doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, you he's probably like, hey, man, your eye update. <laughs> did you think he was going to be mad about the Apple Watch? Like, why would you be stressed about it? <laughs> uh, no, no. It's just like um, when when I'm out in public or like even at home, like as soon as we're done with this, I feel like I'm a different person. Like I, I on on camera, I'm still John Prosser, but I'm like I'm turned up to 11 and when I'm just out in public, I'm just like, I'm not ready to be a character. Like I'm not, I'm not up for that social interaction. And especially if like someone recognizes me in the public, it like, it jolts me awake to the character. I'm like, I, I don't know if I'm ready for this. So I was, I thought that he was going to, I have a lot of social anxiety as it is. Yeah. It's amplified when you know who I am. And I feel like yeah. you have an expectation when you meet me that I'm going to be a certain way. 
Yeah. So I thought he was going to come up to me and it would be like this really awkward conversation. And I'd stand there for a half hour trying to leave. But he was really cool. I wish all my social interactions like that were exactly like that dude. Yeah. Maybe That's you cool. need a posse. Like a posse would just yell out, no pictures, no autographs. Yeah. Mr. <laughs> yeah. Stand yeah. back. Yeah. And they only meet, and I have a whole posse that roams with me, and I get recognized like once every few months. <laughs> that's yeah, it. That's perfect. <laughs> Renee, do you get recognized a lot over in? Do you, I mean, not for the last two years. I mean, I haven't gone anywhere. Oh, that's um, fair. That's true. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. I mean, like for a long time, I was just mostly writing, so that not as much. But the, then more recently, who like, is with that? The YouTube stuff. That's Greg's gadget. We got called on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was quick. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, the, yeah, but like sometimes it, it backfires on you. Like I once I was getting onto an airplane and I was walking through the front of the airplane where the affluent people are. And this person just yells out, <laughs> Renee, I love your show. And like all these people turned to me expecting an actual celebrity. Yeah. Someone yeah. who would have a show. <laughs> and there was just like massive confusion and disappointment on all of their faces. That's, and I dude. just walked as fast as I could. I just like, thank you. And walked as fast as I could to the, to the bleacher seats <laughs> in the back. That is oh exactly what happens to me. Anytime someone like uh, sees me in person, they're like, hey, you're John. I usually turn around like this. <sighs> <laughs> like, I'm not prepared. I don't look the same. It's awful. You say, hoder, hoder, and you run. Yeah. <laughs> I go, That's I, so I have done that before where someone's like, hey, are you John Prosser? I'm like, no. And I just kept going. What? Meanwhile, he, Sam he has like a line and autographs and... I don't know, dude. I like. I'm gonna be honest. I I kind of enjoy it. Like, there's a sick part of me that enjoys. No, it. that's cool. And, I enjoy it too. And like, like I don't think that's like. Fact. I'm not saying that's healthy for my ego or whatnot. But like, it feel. I don't know. It's cool. I feel like. Uh, what you're the well adjusted weird... person. Why are you apologizing? It's John and I who are like the antisocial, <laughs> yeah. anxiety no, ridden people. You're just like a person. Enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I. You you can always get you can always get to the Sam Cole stage. There was a point in high school where I sat in the back of the classroom and I didn't talk to anybody. And I had extreming like I've worked through an insane amount of anxiety. Like I know everybody assumes the internet's like your YouTube, your life's good. Like I've had a good life. There have been points that were not good. Two or three years of high school, not the best. And uh, yeah, I was the, the quiet kid. Like I literally terrified to talk to anybody. Couldn't have a conversation would unironically sit in the back of the classroom and would panic if I ever got called on. Oh, like, that's a different yeah, person that. than I am now. Like when I got to junior, senior year, like I, I started to grow into myself in like college. I was like, no, like let's do it. This let's get this shot. Like I was, I was much more involved and I felt more comfortable, but like, no, I, I understand. Like I've been there, you know, I, I don't want to like say it to discount your stories. Cause like I understand what it feels like. But uh, now I'm just like a sick egomaniac that is like, rec <laughs> I'm like, I didn't get recognized this week. Yeah, so you're like, saying you charge for autographs now. Yeah. No. <laughs> or like no. when Sam leaves Best Buy, like just sad because he expects to get recognized. And on his way out, he's like, are you guys sure? And they're just like, no, Sam, no, sure it's Sam, Sam, Sam. He's like, it's a nice surprise. And it I is like nice. I have a friend. I will, I will admit it. The feeling is nice after it's over. Like, especially yesterday <laughs> after it went really well, I was like, Yo, that's awesome. If it was that every time, that's great. And I was like, hey, I feel good about that. That, you know, someone, because you see the numbers on YouTube. It's cool that the number is attached to like real people. And I got to meet yeah. with real people. And that's awesome. Uh, but it's the, it's the, it's the knowing that the interaction is going to happen when you see it coming where I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready. Yeah. I've also been really lucky. Like most of my fans have been really cool. There was only like one fan interaction that I've ever had that was super uncomfortable where I had to be like, all right, I'll That's see you I, later, man. Like, bye bye. Because it just was going on for like so long. But no, most most like on, on Black Friday, I was checking out, 
And uh, he was just like, yo. And I was like, hey. He's like, hey, you're the I, I update. I was like, yeah, what's up, man? And he was like, oh, dude, I love your stuff. And I was like, thanks, man. See, that's a and then perfect he just, like, went back to checking people out. Yeah, like that. That's the interaction. Like, you know, th- that's what I would do if I ever saw somebody that I really liked. Just be like, hey, really like, you know, show them some love and then move on. Like, you didn't know, don't, you didn't you get recognized them. because of Genius Bar like a couple weeks ago? Yeah, someone yeah, just was it. you're like, hey, you're from Genius Bar. Just oh, completely man, genius forgot that you have a YouTube channel. That was that was the first time that's ever happened. Um, like where I've been recognized for something not I update where I was just at a Buffalo Wild Wings just eating with my friends and like, <laughs> that, like high school kid comes by he just goes oh, G- genius bar guy and I, went, <laughs> I just I literally I was like mid teriyaki and I go yeah and then he just walked past because nice. it's like what do I say to that like uh-huh. I saw the guy in the he either sent me a DM or he was in the live chat of our of our genius cloth live stream uh-huh. Uh, and and he was like, dude, I'm so sorry. I was like, my mouth was burning from like spicy wings. Like I couldn't think. And I was like, it, it's okay, dude. But, <laughs> no, it's it's nice. It, it's I don't lovely. Know, it's fun. It's a, I it's once a went through thing. customs and the guy asked me what I did and it was like a completely normal customs experience. And at the end he goes, yeah, I watched your YouTube channel. I just wanted to see if you're going to tell the truth or not. What? Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's dark. Don't set like, us hey, up. Be another YouTuber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just oh, say man. your line is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, speaking of being a YouTuber, you are a solo YouTuber now for like the last yeah. what year? Has it almost been two years? Uh, two years in April. It'll be two years in April. Whoa, that's crazy. So, yeah. are you a fan of the solo I experience? Really like, I really like it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like it's not going to suit everybody. Some people really like teams. Some people really like offices. Some people really like working for big media companies. And like the like they pay for all your travel and they have a bunch of like clout and you know it's interesting. But I, I just love being an indie, an indie YouTuber now because like I, I just get to do what I want. I don't have to. I, I've ignored Black Friday two years in a row, which is like oh. fantastic for me because that used to be like a never sleep weekend extravaganza. And I don't uh-huh. go to CES. Well, I guess I couldn't go last year, but I, I wouldn't go to CES either. So it's just like there's a lot of really nice things about being indie. Uh, I don't know if – am I allowed to ask uh, yeah, sure. why you decided to go independent? Like was there a reason or you can ask me did, anything, you, did it just happen? Okay. That, um, well, that's what, I'm putting that on the table. Why did you decide to go independent? Uh, for context, you worked at iMore for how long? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I worked at iMore, and towards the end, I also helped out running all of Mobile Nations, which is like Android Central and Windows Central, and it was just a bunch of other websites. Uh, and it got to a point where Mobile Nations was like founder-owned. It was like just one person who owned and operated. There were no investors or no VCs. Uh-huh. It was just like one person. The guy who originally started Trio Central uh, way back in the day. And he sold. He wanted, he wanted to get out, so he sold to Future, which is one of the biggest media companies in the world. They own, like, a Nantech and Tom's Guide and Tom's Hardware and Tech Whoa. Radar. And, like, they, and like they're, they're cool people. The CEO is a Scottish lady. She's like, I don't want to be number one in Google. I want to be number one, two, three, four, and five in Google. So I want to own, like, uh-huh. all the sites. And I'm like, you go. That's great. But it became very corporate. And I, at one point, I had this discussion with one of their video people, and they're like, yeah, well, to be honest with you, the best thing for us would be if, uh, you know, you just made videos about why people should buy a Nintendo Switch and we'll put those in our embedded player and run ads against them. Ugh. It's like, uh, yeah. And I was also tired of building other people's empires because, like, if you're not the owner, you're sp- especially if you're, like, creative, uh, you're making all the stuff and they're taking all the money, <laughs> you know, yeah. pretty much. And uh-huh. I just, I wanted to build my own empire. You know, like, it's a really small empire. It's like, 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 but it's yours, sort of God damn empire, it. But- 
Yeah, it's mine. No, I get to make cool. what I want, and I get to either fail or succeed based on what I make. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing, Renee, is I've never gone through that, and I can't fathom doing what I do and having somebody skim the top off. Like, that would <laughs> – because – it's one of those things where it's like once you get outside the walled garden, you're like, oh, my God, I was in there. But it's like when you're in there, it's like, oh, I'm comfortable. I'm getting like maybe a salary. And I've never gone through that. So it, it's fascinating to hear you you know, talk about that because I feel like yeah. those would be the exact same things I would describe if I had been in your position where it's like. And you it's not just skimming the top. It's so like long. you work at McDonald's and you like you work your way up to manager at <laughs> McDonald's. But like. There's a franchise owner. Like they're just like they're taking everything, and then you're getting a salary. And yeah. a lot of times, especially in big media companies, those salaries are terrible. So yeah. you, right before you went independent, you did, you did videos on the iMore channel, and that was like the hierarchy. Like you didn't really have control over that. So I was like, I was just a little burned out because I had basically been helped. I helped run this. We all the sites were very independent for a long time. And mm-hmm. at a certain point, they decided they wanted them all running the same way, like with the same scheduling and organization and content types. And I basically took on making that happen. So getting everybody onto the same planning system and all of that. So it was a lot more work and I didn't get to write as much. And it was like a really weird feeling when the first day went by that my name wasn't on iMore. And it was just like, ah, mm. but no one else had time. And I, I, didn't, I didn't want anybody else to be doing it because then they'd be bossing me around all day. Uh-huh. And I hate that. So I just yeah. like I took on that role. But then I wanted to do something creative. And I like spite is like a huge motivator for me. Like back in the day, my friends were like, your voice is terrible. You'll never be good at podcasting. So I'm like, I'm going to podcast every day. And then my <laughs> yeah. boss at Mobile Nations was like, you are so awkward. You're you're never going to be good at vis- at video. Just if you ever have to do video, all I want to see is B-roll. And I'm like, I'm going to do video. I'm going to sit <laughs> in front of the camera Christ. every Yuck. day. Um, and so like that, that was me. Like I want to do something. And they didn't help me. Like I just started doing it. I don't even think uh-huh. I asked permission because they got Michael Fisher and Mr. Mobile at that point. And they spun off someone else to do like modern, uh, like dad sort of content. And I'm like, uh-huh. I can do YouTube. I can do YouTube. So I just did it on my own time. But because of the deal we had, everything I did was owned by them. It's sort of like, you know, like oh. anything you do while you work for a company that's in that <laughs> field. Like I could have done, like I could have done like movie well, YouTube and that would have been mine. But anything technology related was owned by them. So I was just like, whatever. Yeah. I'm going to prove I can do it. And then I started doing it and I'm like, I can do this. I'm going to do it on my own. That's so fucking cool. Like, I know the idea sounds so cool. Yeah, here you go. Renee Ritchie, everybody. Right. Okay. The music sounds patronizing after he tells that story. The applause was just <laughs> like heartfelt. <laughs> then you throw out the sponsor. Like, <laughs> 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 We're not okay. here dunking on Renee. Just told okay. a really good story. Um, I feel like for us, like that idea is so foreign, you know, Sam? Like going yeah. from like sort of uh, working could, under like, somebody to then being independent. But Renee came from a time where like all this stuff was new and that's how like he started it somewhere else. So when video started to be such a big element, like that was like the natural way up, which for us, we were just like, I don't know. I make videos in my bedroom. Here we go. <laughs> that's what we yeah. did. Yeah. It's, well, it's also it's like a, I was I mean, writing a million words a year, like at iMore and it was just like, uh-huh. I wrote everything I wanted to write and I wanted another challenge and I'd been podcasting for 10 years and video I didn't know. It was like scary and that made it really interesting. Uh-huh. Well, it also helps that Sam, when you and I started, we were kids. Like yeah. Renee has to pay bills and stuff. He's an adult. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, like risk. I started. Yeah, no, exactly. Like I, I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine how scary it would have been for you <laughs> to jump from this company that's like this is me and then just go independent and start, you know, go from uh, was it, it was vector, right? 
Yeah, well, I mean, the fun thing is, like, I, I quit the first day of March, but because everyone thought there'd be an Apple event in 2020, I gave them a month's notice. I said, I didn't want to leave you hanging in case there's an Apple event because That Apple is a classy invite- Renee Ritchie move. Well, no, but the thing is, like, Apple doesn't invite outlets, you know, almost ever. They invite specific people. So, like, Ryan Block leaves Engadget. Ryan Block still gets invited. Jason Snell leaves Macworld. Jason Snell gets, still gets invited. And it was unclear. Like, I, I knew Serenity would still get invited, but, like, leaving her on her own. Actually, no, Serenity had already left. Um, Lori would get invited, but, like, leaving Lori on her own. She hadn't done that many at that point. It felt like a real jerk move. So I said, I'm going to give you four weeks' notice. And then, you know, if there's an event, I'll totally cover it for you. And then halfway through March, Canada shut down and then America shut down. And I was mm. like, I just made the worst decision of my life yeah. because <laughs> I, I quit and now like the world is gone. Yeah. Oh, God. That had to be Dude, so. Really, how, how long did it take before like it was worth it? Before you realized, oh, shit, this is going to work. It's worth it. Well, I was lucky because the, the person who was handling all the ads for uh, Vector was actually a friend of mine, uh, Dave Wiskus, who runs Standard, uh, the agency. And we'd been friends for a long time. He was actually in the Apple community. He was the designer for John Gruber's Vesper note-taking app. Oh, well, he, cool. John Gruber and Brent Simmons had made it all together. Uh, and he's designed some really famous uh, Apple apps that he can talk about and some you can't because they were done on contract. But Really, really good. And he's, mm. we'd been podcasting together for years and he'd done this business. So I just moved over to him. So I knew I'd have sponsors. I mean, I'd have to deliver because sponsors, right. like they want a certain yeah. amount of, of deliverables. Yeah. But I had that opportunity at least. And that that was incredibly beneficial. And not to rub it in or to be a, a, a jerk or anything, but in Canada, like we do have, we don't have health care. Some people think we do. We have medical care. Like we don't have any mm-hmm. preventative stuff, but we have like basic medical care for everybody. So I didn't have to worry about that, like going off insurance or anything. And that took a lot yeah. of the stress out of the decision. Mm. Yeah, we need that here, I'd say. <laughs> I was just say? thinking about that, like being self-employed. I was like, why like why do I have to spend like thousands because I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be twenty-six, which I'll be off my parents' plan because um that's when the law ends. Like I do you have insurance? How do you yeah, how do you you're you're older than that, John? How do you get insurance? Yeah, you're older than that. I am so old I have Medicaid by now. No. Uh, <laughs> uh so yeah, it's like um I have to renew in January and it is very not affordable. I yeah, mean for see, okay, like, so why, okay. Why can't I fair, have the government pay to for be me? fair? because uh, I, I know so what people are gonna say in the comments. So much tax. For me it is affordable. I will say that. But obviously we are in a different position and we're very lucky. Very, very lucky. Uh, we also choose to be self-employed. Um, some people, you know, they have a job with benefits. We don't really have that. We choose to be self-employed, which means we've got to pay for it ourselves. But there are tons of people who have neither. They're not in the position where it is affordable. And so, you know, it's them we've got to think about. I, I, I don't want to seem yeah. like an asshole being like, oh, it's so expensive. As I sit here, like, wiping my ass for a YouTube video. Yeah. With a blinking shirt. That's important. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's motion detected. So every time I move, it blinks. And they're lovely. I keep thinking it's a Spider Man. It's us. not. It's holiday sweater. Yeah, it, it does look like Spider Man. I was going to. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Oh, that just ruined it. God damn it. No, it doesn't. Spider Man <laughs> can celebrate Christmas, too. <laughs> oh, I thought about uh, doing th- saving this for next week, but I have a different plan for next week. So. You know what does look like Spider Man, though? Oh, okay. Hang on. I wasn't ready for the segue. Okay, the now I'm ready for the segue. Website. Okay. It's red, white, and black all over. <laughs> Is it? Dude, I Do you love see how fast genius. I switched to the ad read? Hang on, I didn't do the music that was really for good. Jeans. They deserve it we too. Had, we had no warm-up for this one. Yeah, Sam really just yeah, raw-dogged like this genius. ad for all of us. So go ahead, Sam. But you don't have to raw-dog life with Policy Genius, guys. <laughs> because you can get your free quote from them in just 
minutes. This is so great. You guys know life insurance is important. All right. You might not want to admit it to yourself because it sounds like a hassle, but it's something that's important. Yeah. You never um, need life insurance until you do. And usually by the time you do, it's too late. Listen, if someone relies on your financial support, whether it's a child, an aging parent, or even a business partner, John, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> do, I, do, um, I have to get, do I have to get life insurance and write you in? Yeah, we both do. In case we, something we happens to both me. both do. Okay. Um, Listen, this is how you do it. You might say, this sounds complicated. Let me tell you how to get life insurance right now. You can head over to policygenius.com, just straight up policygenius, P-O-L-I-C-Y-G-E-N-I-U-S.com. You answer a few cool questions about yourself. And in minutes, you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need and compare personalized quotes to find your best price. And you can save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing your quotes. It's on the homepage. It's literally life, free quote in minutes, save 50% or more. It's a beautiful website. Like all, The web design of some of these is just getting too good. Yeah, uh, so life insurance is very complicated, but luckily with Policy Genius, they make it not that way. Just head to policygenius.com. I realized, I was wondering why, I was like, why didn't they give us like a custom URL? Sam, do you know why? Because then no. it would be policygenius.com slash genius. Genius, genius. But I mean, they're, they've... I, how do they track? I don't we'll know. figure that out later. <laughs> All you guys need to do is go over to policygenius.com <laughs> to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Um, the team works for you. They have thousands of five-star reviews across Google and Trustpilot. Did you know since 2014, they've helped 30 million people? Well, you should make it 30 time. million and one. 30 million and two. <laughs> policygenius.com. Thank you to Policy Genius for sponsoring this episode of... The Genius Bar. The Genius Bar. Okay, uh, back back to the show. Here we go. Ready? Here's the cut. Boom. Renee's back. <laughs> Look at that. Were you prepared? No, you can drink. You can drink your tea. What kind of tea was it? Uh, it's it's uh, apple Kool Aid. Apple Kool. Oh. God damn it. We are all drinking that. <laughs> so are we? I, I think we're allowed to say this on the show, right? John, you always you're like, am I allowed to do this with no context of what you're about to do? I know, I know. And I'm, I'm like, talking I don't to myself. Know, maybe. No, I'm saying we're not. Are we allowed to do this myself? That's that's yeah, how you should okay. do it. Okay, yeah. so it's like more of a self consent. <laughs> yeah. I, I understand. Um, we Sam and I won some sort of award today for Ooh. for the ad, for an ad read we did. Like it was like yeah, the ad dude. read spot of the month within the agency from, or something from Ad Results Media, baby. I guess for what. For, They're a big one. No, they didn't sponsor this episode, so we don't mention who they are, but <laughs> we won an award for them. <laughs> no, they definitely... I think they're the one who sent us a couple of... Dude, I'm literally looking at one that says AR. It's literally Policy Genius is who that was through. <laughs> what? Yes. No, it was Zen it Business, wasn't it? Media. It says Ad Results Media in the corner of the... Of the oh, copy. okay, but we won it for Zen Business. Yeah, because they also work yeah. through Ad Results Media. Yeah. Okay, well, we won an award. So we're... Are, can we say we're an award-winning podcast now? Yes. Wait, I think we can. Outstanding performance of an ad read. I think we can't. We just, we'll leave out, we'll, okay, plan, Sam. We just say we're award-winning and we don't say it's for like an ad read unless someone explicitly asks. Okay. We are award-winning podcast. We're an award-winning podcast. Technically though, wouldn't you argue that an award for an ad read is the true testament? Yes. Because it's like, if we're winning an award for an ad read, the show's got to be out of this world. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now, like that feels better because like if you want an award for a show, it's like, eh, but it's like, no, this is like an ad. Yeah, maybe it's the other way around. Yeah, we want, I, I like We it. are an award-winning podcast that has had Renee Ritchie on the show, officially now. Speaking of Anthony cool. Hopkins winning for Silence of the Lambs, big deal at Silence <laughs> of the Lambs. You guys won for an ad read. Uh, like I skills. gotta follow. I'm gonna follow you, Renee. So we have this thing on the Genius Bar Podcast uh, Twitter account where we follow every guest that we've had on. So it's like oh. a little Genius Bar alumni. 
that's so sweet. Renee, I'm curious. What's in your wallet? What's in your pocket? What's in your wallet? <laughs> um, no, what's what's in the pipeline for Renee Ritchie in 2022? You came on the scene hot in 2020. There's been a little pandemic. A you little one. Yeah, just a small <laughs> one. You go into like some Walmart stalls, <laughs> like you, you go in worldwide, you drop in an album. Like what's, what's happening for an AN 22? You know, I, I really don't know. Like I try not to think too far ahead because everything changes so much. And like, I've, I've been talking quite a bit lately about like the changing YouTube dynamic over the last month where, yeah, like I, I was, I like the stuff. I love YouTube. YouTube is like the most interesting thing to me since Apple, just because of like the dynamics of how it works and how like the whole functionality of the platform. It's fascinating mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. But like tech YouTube was down a lot this year. Like I went through a ton of creators and like you see this 2020 spike and then you see, whoa, drop for 2021. Yeah. <laughs> and then the events go up. But then when there's no event, people are like, you know, I'm not locked down anymore. I got my new iPhone and my new MacBook. Yeah. I'm out of here. Maybe I'll watch your video on Tuesday. I feel like it. Uh, and like just trying to understand what that means is my my current pet project. Hmm. Do well, you feel you like tech to YouTubers tell us all, all that you learn because we need it? <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like so tech I, YouTubers over focus on the analytics, Renee? Because that's what I my perception has been. So I think um, I think there's like a spectrum, and I think a lot of times the analytics aren't understood. Like they're just a tool. Uh, and one of the things mm-hmm. that's been most helpful for me is to like I don't even think about an algorithm anymore. I just think about the audience because the algorithm, its only job is to follow the audience. It's like all it all it wants to do, I think people have a, misun- a misunderstanding. They're like, I make a video and it's YouTube's job to find me viewers. And that's like yes. completely backwards. I YouTube just that. wants to find videos. I absolutely for hate yes. that. Yeah, it's like they're entitled to it. Or like, I, I want to make any video and I want everybody to watch it. And it's like, yeah, all actors or if it, don't get that. If it doesn't like, do well, a it's- a different movie, nobody watches. If it doesn't do well, it's that stupid algorithm again, holding us yeah. down. Yeah. But like if you have the world's best, you know, like if you start a restaurant, you work really hard, all you make is like Shanghai noodles and every you're famous for it, you love it. And then you come in and one day you give people haggis. They're going to be like, what the hell? I didn't sign up for haggis. I <laughs> yeah. signed up for Chinese noodles. You totally destroyed my expectations. I'm not eating this. And you're like, this isn't fair. I made haggis. Why isn't everybody eating? It's like, no, <laughs> like when people subscribe, sometimes they subscribe just to give you a high five. Sometimes they subscribe because they like the content. Sometimes they they needed a specific thing. They got it and they've gone. But like you've made an expectational deal there. Like they signed up for a reason. And if you keep giving them more stuff to love, they'll stick around and watch yes. it. But if you start doing a bunch of random stuff, they didn't sign up for that. So you, you can't this, expect them to watch it. That's the secret to front page tech is when you subscribe, the next video you get, I will give you exactly what you subscribed yeah. for. There's no like... A lot of people subscribe to channels because you answered a specific question that they had and then something they never watch again unless a similar question comes up or just maybe maybe you just like uh, satiated whatever whatever thing they needed in the moment and they're subscribed to the the piece of content and not you. But with front page tech, I, I mean, I hope they're subscribed to me, but also <laughs> I, I give a promise like if you subscribe, I will give you the show and that's literally yeah. all you get. That's I think that's Your why front page tech works. Front. You say it every episode. Yeah, but also yeah. then I'm I'm trapped because I can't do anything fun. Or if I want to do a podcast, See, then, you, you can just start, start a whole other channel. channel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, that's, <laughs> that's what, what gets me, John, because I was thinking about that. And and so I, I've had a couple content strategy changes in my career that I can like note. Um, the first was when I started showing my face back in like 2015. Oh, yeah. The second one was when I stopped covering jailbreak tweaks and jailbreak content because that was yeah, that used to be my main thing. I used to yeah. mainly do iOS and jailbreak, and then I was like, "This market's crashing." <laughs> and by the way, 
I don't care about it. Like it was to the point where I was like, yeah. I don't care about this. So it's like, it's time to evolve. So then it was like, okay, I want to do Apple iPhone news. And then it was like, wait, why don't I just do all Apple news? Like I, I, I was like, I'm tired of pigeonholing myself. And and then I was like, wait, I'm doing Apple news and I'm showing my face and I'm not doing jailbreak stuff, but I'm really boring. Like I just kind of sit here and just talk. And I literally had this conception in my head that news should not be funny. And then after going to college, it was like, no, dude, the only reason news works is because it's all entertainment. Like news, you, yeah. everything on TV is entertainment. That's everything on TV, except maybe I think the one argument we made was the uh, C-SPAN channel that literally just broadcasts like government uh -huh. hearings. We're like, I think that's maybe the one channel on TV that's purpose is to not entertain. By the way, C-SPAN has the lowest ratings every single year on television and always <laughs> will because it's obviously not entertaining. So I was like, oh, I should yikes. be more funny. Um, and the, you and like YouTube doesn't care about subscribers. Like if someone subscribes to you, they, they only care about whether you watch or not. Like you don't want, if you can choose between somebody subscribing to you or somebody watching two or three of your videos, pick that every time because recommendations are based yes. on watch history, not based on subscribers. When YouTube serves subscribers, people stop watching. So stop serving subscribers. They want to serve people who enjoy and watch your videos. And the only way to get more of that is to make videos that people keep wanting to watch and enjoy. Yeah. And also you don't get yeah. paid when someone hits a subscribe button. That's not a thing. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I I saw those like changes in my content, and then recently I've been reflecting with like things being a little bit down. You know, it's it. I've I go through these periods where I get really down about myself and my career because of the analytics. Because I'm like, nobody's watching. Renee's video got more than me. John's videos always get more than me, and it's just your like, videos always get more than mine. That's what I think. That's when I look at them. I'm like, <laughs> Sam crushed me again. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like first of all, what I really appreciate about Tech YouTube is that it's like. Uh, Yes, it's a competition, but like, it's also not like I, I, I have noticed a healthy change in, uh, in how I view like all my, like everyone's my friend. I, I feel like for the first time, like I used to see John, like I literally hated John because he yeah. did better than me on, on some videos. It's like, do I get more video views per year than John? <laughs> we'll leave that for the, uh, the animation. <laughs> like, this is so yeah. interesting to me because in the blogger world, especially in the beginning, people were literally like, you were trained to treat other sites as enemies because Google SEO in the early days was based entirely on time on page and getting click through. And so people oh. would bury the sources. They would try to like not link out. They would put it maybe at the bottom. They would rewrite the entire post. So you'd have no point on, on like clicking through it any like, and they, they saw it like as a zero sum game where if you read and gadget, you weren't re reading Gizmodo. So it was like all at war, but then YouTube, everybody is in everybody's sidebar. So to me, it was so mm -hmm. refreshing because like you rate like a rising tide lifts all boats. And maybe if like you write, you do a video on something and I do a video on something, I'll be in your sidebar and people might watch my video, which isn't even like podcasts. Like if I watch the Genius Bar episode on WWDC, it's not going to recommend like the Daring Fireball <laughs> no. WWDC episode or the Verge yeah. Cat. But like on YouTube, if I watch your video, I might have like John's video and Marquez's video and Justine's video. And that to me is like, that builds a community because everybody is tied together yeah no you're so right like you hit the nail on the head it, it's we're we're all whether we you know i i don't mind it because i i recognize that i'm not the best creator on youtube and i don't make the best video on every topic every time just most times just sometimes <laughs> just most times um but no it's like sometimes renee just has an objectively better video on something sometimes john has an objectively video that the audience deserves to see and like so for example today i i made another like change in my content i was like i'm kind of the apple news guy where i do like a couple stories apple news it's like lighthearted but informative and like lots of jokes sprinkled in and i was like you know i know john only does front page tech like that's all he does is he does like these three tight stories everything's written everything's scripted and today i was like 
no, I just want to make a video about this new iOS update because I genuinely don't know enough about it. And I want my audience to know about it. Like I made a video that I was like, I believe that everyone who clicks on this video will be better, like better off is a loose term. Uh-huh. But like I believe everyone who clicks on this video about iOS 15.2 will learn something about it and will enjoy the content. And I, don't, I didn't anticipate the video to do that well. It's not performing the strongest, but I was like, I can either A, try to serve the algorithm and give people the exact thing that they may have subscribed for, which is like this three-story Apple news with lots of jokes. I'm also like, I just, I just want to make this video about this iOS update because I find yeah. it interesting. And, and a I lot of times there, there's not enough to make one of those like really tight videos and some putting out something is better than nothing, which is what I do. If there's nothing, I, nothing goes out. But also like it's, it's expectations on our part too. Like I want to cover accessibility. I want to cover education. I want to cover like the environment. And I know going in, they're not the audience for those, especially my audience for those is nowhere nearly as big as like a leak video or an event video or a review. But I, I can choose, choose to, I still get the decision. I can choose to make that. And if it gets like, you know, 10,000 views instead of 100,000 views, that's fine because it's the video I want to make. I think it's problematic mm-hmm. when there's some sort of dissonance and you're like, no, every video I make deserves 100,000 views regardless oh my of God. what it is. Then you're just going <laughs> to hurt yourself life. at that point. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Renee, I have a thing where, so I... <laughs> You just like you just the show's over. See you guys next week. Bye. Okay. Um, so I've told this. I've told John this a million times, right? So uh, I have the th- I have a thing where um, I am really good at predicting exactly how a video will do. Like within ten thousand views, I'll know. And if it's not going to get a hundred thousand views, I probably won't make it. And uh, part of that is because like I I like seeing the channel and seeing consistency. Um, I like that about front page tech. I like that about my brand. It's something that I pitch to 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 potential sponsors. Is like if you sponsor front page tech, it's not a gamble. Like the views are guaranteed. You can go on. It's publicly available. You can see the numbers. You will get those views every time. In fact, if I do an ad read, this is just a thing that I have. And the we're working it into. I have a new contract going into 2022. There's a clause in that where if the episode doesn't get a hundred thousand views, you'll get the ad read for free. And so, but in exchange, my value is higher because I'm guaranteeing those views. So, um, so that's another incentive for why I don't, I probably won't make an episode if it's not a hundred thousand views, but also what really helps me is having this show because this gives me a better outlet. I felt really trapped before where it was like, I can't make the video I want to because it's not going to get, it's not going to get this amount of views or people aren't going to care. I can't package this in a way that people will care. So Genius Bar helps me talk like long term and just be me. And this is a whole other outlet for me that I didn't have before. But before the show, I felt like completely trapped in that channel. Yeah. That's interesting to me because like I would I never that. do a deal based on views. I would always do it based on CPA, like cost per acquisition, because uh, I, I know that the lowest amount of views from the people who click the fastest and watch the most videos are going to convert way more than when YouTube pushes it to the larger casual audience. But that audience. is my audience. You know, that is, I think... 60%, no, it's like 55 or 60% of the people that watch an episode watch every day. So it's okay. not like, the, that is my core audience and that's, I'm very lucky that that's what I built. It's just like that's awesome content that I can repeat over and over again that I know you're going to watch every day, but then also that it's like a double-edged sword because then I can't do anything fun. 
And like the yeah. funny thing is I've talked to some really enormous YouTubers and it's always the exact same thing. They're like, I don't make a video unless I know it's going to get 50 million views. You know, I, mm. I, I only want to make the bangers. I don't want to make anything that's only like it, it, that mentality never changes. It's just your, uh -huh. your, your cost assessment, like what you think the reward is going to be for the effort put in right. gets bigger every mm. time. Right. Yeah. And I, I use front page tech a lot to do like, I know that for every like 15 or 20 episodes of front page tech that I do, I can sneak in a video. Like when I see the numbers are consistent and I have like, because that's how the algorithm works. Like if, if you're doing well, it will, it, it's more willing to take a chance on the video and put it in browse. And so when I see that I have a tr uh, like a consistent trend, that's when I'll drop like a Steve Apple's better without Steve Jobs video or Apple sucks now video like about Apple's software. So I do sneak in videos that I really want to make that have a different message in them. But ultimately, that's what I'm doing with front page tech. Like I think in my Twitter bio, I have um, I make dumb videos for smart people, and that's all it is. It's like I say the things that I want to in the show, but I package it in a way that is like lowest common denominator, like stupid thumbnail <laughs> face and iPhone 14 confirmed leaks, you know, you, you know the thing. So can, here, can I here you go. actually jerk for a minute? Yeah, go ahead. So like, um, this is just the way that I think about it, but YouTube doesn't care on a channel level at all. They never look at a channel. Everything is right. atomized by videos. So they have no idea if you, if your last three videos have done well when they're, when they're testing a new video, but it's the audience that actually counts. And if the audience has clicked on the last few videos and had a really positive experience, they're willing to click on the next one, even if it's a little bit different. So what you're doing is you're building audience trust and audience buy-in, and that's what's letting you do those videos. And then the algorithm is just seeing, oh, people like these videos, quick fetch them more of these videos. It's, mm -hmm. it's always like running after the audience as fast as it can to give them more of what they like so they don't leave YouTube. Right. Wow. Well, I hope I don't want them to leave me either. <laughs> yeah no john has built something I'm, i've i um you know was jealous of jonah for a while that i i really respect about oh, same. you know the man it, no is that there, he, he dude, has everything no, will no, switch take the compliment no everything take is gonna switch the fucking no. compliment nope you I have refuse. built an audience of a hundred thousand people that care about every video you make and that is awesome yeah. it doesn't matter how you did it it's the fact that you do it and you do it consistently and you've done it for years and i really respect that Thanks, man. It's it doesn't matter angry. how I did it. So more flat sides, fake Apple Watch leaks. <laughs> yeah. So as, long as, I mean, as long as there's a little source behind it. Yeah. Kill the Franklin, <laughs> just people in the throat. I mean, you do what you got to yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess yeah. there is some news. Should we talk about news? Is there? Hey, John, first I should tell you about the news that, that matters most to me. Oh, God, you're the worst. Go ahead. Go on, hurry up, hurry up. I'm, I'm there. Ready? Oh, it's Magic Spoon! It's Magic Spoon, everybody! One of our, okay, that's really loud. One of our favorite sponsors ever. Wait, did they renew Dude, for next so year? They did, right? I don't know. I don't know. Why don't we get through the ad read before we talk business? <laughs> One of our favorite sponsors ever. <laughs> One of our favorite sponsors right now! <laughs> right now. Yeah, no. For real. Magic Spoon. Dude, this stuff makes me feel like the boy. Like Magic? You see that, boy? Look. Look, that's Maisie, <laughs> and that's me. R.I.P. Maisie. Maisie forever. Um, no, Magic Spoon is a cereal you've always wanted to eat but felt guilty about. I've been going through this thing. It's not healthy where I'll like eat something because I'm so hungry that's like sugary. And uh -huh. then I'm like, oh, God, what have I done? And then, <laughs> then I just sit in the bathroom for three <laughs> hours like that. Yeah. You know what, John? Uh -huh. That's because I wasn't eating Magic Spoon. Yeah. Did you, did you know that Magic Spoon has zero grams of sugar, 13 or 14 grams of protein, and only four net carbs? 
grams of carbs you know? in each serving. That's 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. And delicious. Dude, this stuff is so good. Like, this is peanut butter. This one's your That's favorite, That's my favorite. Right? That is my favorite flavor. If anyone gets Magic Spoon, which they do, I think we mention this every time, but out of every sponsor we've ever had on the show, this is the one that people are always sending us and tweeting us pictures of them opening up their yeah. Magic Spoon boxes. Get your peanut butter box. You can get four, you can get four flavors. Make one of them yeah. peanut butter. There's a variety pack. Um, you get four flavors. They've got coca, fruity. Fruity's my favorite. Uh, peanut butter, frosted, blueberry, cinnamon. I have yet to try cookies and cream and maple waffle, but boy, how The maple waffle one I need in my life. I'm trying to, can you guys send us some stuff? <laughs> can can <laughs> yeah. you give us spot of the month for this one, please? Because yeah. I would really like that. No, listen, it's it's so good. It's awesome. And you guys can get $5 off when you go to magicspoon.com slash geniusbar. Use code geniusbar for $5 off. You guys know them. You love them. We love them. We will love them as long as they sponsor the show and after, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Um, yeah. no, We're still waiting on that awesome. Genius Box, though, Magic Spoon. Come on. Sam yeah. and I's favorite flavors in one box. It'll sell like crazy. You got to do it. Make your own Genius Box at magicspoon.com slash Genius Bar. $5 off your order. Promo code Genius Bar. Thank you, Magic Spoon. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for supporting this episode of Genius Bar. Yay! <laughs> Woo! Okay. Thank you, And Magic we're Spoon. back. And we're back with Renee. <laughs> Every time. <Ishii. laughs> I'll turn up the music for him. We're okay, going to get copyright striked eventually. Eventually. Like is, we haven't yet, though. But Bob I don't Bark want is going to come and beat you up. I mean, that's not. not <laughs> it comes straight out of the grave. Uh, yeah, we do have some news, though. Renee, what's, what's the story of the past week that's caught your eye? I thought uh, we were constricted to today. Do we have to just talk about Apple postponing no, the last uh, week. universal control? <laughs> oh yeah god i wanted that i wanted to take over people's max people why like <laughs> are we announcing things early why are we still doing that it's so, so i don't often. mind that i would much rather have Ugh. craig come out and not say coming this september but saying like starting this september and then just releasing it for the next year like i just want a roadmap but it's event. almost in next yes. mac os like why did we announce I, it with this one if it wasn't ready i mean like i agree with renee slipped. i I just, I want a roadmap. Things slip. Things are hard. I get that. The thing that drives me crazy about Apple is that they just wait until the last second to <laughs> confirm it. Like, you know, and we all know damn well that Apple knew a month ago that Universal Control was not going to be <laughs> yeah, ready the, for, the, Craig's for this like, launch. Uh-oh. So it's work. like, if, listen, this is my number one pet peeve with any company, with any person I've ever worked with. If there is a problem just let me know so that we can all plan our lives around this. If if there is, that's okay. It's just like be upfront about it. Like I, uh-huh. I understand that Apple doesn't want the negative press. I just I have personal respect and am much more lenient on companies. Like Tesla is a great example. Elon is saying that things are coming. Tesla never says that full self-driving is coming, right? It's Elon that says it's out next week. I will give Elon credit because he's just, he's excited. You know, Elon is a person, is a different story. He's a showman. But like his, <laughs> his product releases, it's like he gets really excited and he tweets it's coming out. Tesla does not do an event where they say full self-driving is out on this date at this time next week. So if Apple could just operate in a way that was more relaxed, I would appreciate it so much. I would, I would appreciate it. Just like, hey, Universal Control is not going to be out until probably mid-22. Okay, cool. But then they throw out Thanks. like tracker for Android so you won't notice. They're like, no, 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 don't look at yeah. Universal Control. Here's tracker for Android. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was kind of cool though. I have, That was one of the biggest problems with AirTag that I'm glad to see that they finally solved. Yeah, that's how Travis I mean, was tracking cool. people. He was kept putting they, on Android people and just tracking them. Yeah. 
They, 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 do, cool. they did that after the story came out of like, oh, people are using it to like steal you or something, steal your car. Canadian. Yeah. I didn't What's realize up with that? Canada, come on. <laughs> <laughs> AirTag did come out in, it was April, right? Or May? Yeah. It was early May. It was April. Some, yeah, it was April. And yeah, I remember in my initial video, I had, I had tracked a friend that had an Android, you know, that way. But uh-huh. uh, no, it, it took a while, but hey, it was addressed and that's good. Like, I'm glad to see it addressed. I like how they called it tracker for Android. Like it literally sounds like you're supposed to track somebody. Like that is a use case. <laughs> <laughs> track your friends. There's been some. So yeah, that that was interesting. I mean, 15.2 came out today. Honestly. Oh wait, hang like, on, hang on, everybody, hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait a minute. Change my state of mind. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Renee. We did the last ad read. The rules are gone. So everyone lean back. I forgot to mention that. That's like the thing every, after every show. Uh, last ad read is over. So now you can relax. Now it's like, okay. Yeah. Now you can be like Dollar Store Renee. <laughs> Canadian Dollar Store Renee. It's yeah. Like okay. 70, 70% of US dollars. Yeah. Store. <laughs> I'm sitting back with my sweater. Okay. Go ahead, Sam. Sorry. I had to pants make stay sure on, that. Prosser. Pants stay on. Yeah. Yeah. Please. I don't have please. pants on. Oh, um, no. I never do. Two was awesome. Like, uh, I didn't really care about it until it dropped today, but uh, there's a couple of things in here that are, are pretty amazing. Like, first of all, the app privacy report is nice to be able to see more clearly what apps are tracking you. The Apple Music voice plan, seeing that drop after the October announcement is nice. Um, and as much as I've hated on it, like, is somebody, I'm just like getting really fed up with Apple Music's recommendation algorithm. It's just not good Oh, it's at so all for bad. Me. So I, oh. I've been debating with this switching to Spotify and using the Apple Music voice plan for my HomePods because I do ask Siri to play stuff all the time. Um, But most importantly, I want to hear your guys' thoughts on digital legacy. This is a feature that everybody's like, it doesn't matter now, but I really think this is going to be massive in the future. Like it's out. It's like, obviously, hopefully everyone that you care about is still alive. Yeah. I think this is going to have really positive effects for people obtaining um, their loved ones' data and devices going forward. You know, yeah, they just want their iTunes catalog, and they're not going to get it. I, mean, it's just like it's a- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is like so. Uh, back in the day, uh, we had a family member that passed away. That I think Facebook has something implemented, something similar now, where they like will hand over your account or they turn it into a legacy ca- account or something. But a, a friend passed away, and um, we informed Facebook is like, "Hey, do you think we could like you think you could get us that account or anything?" And they just fucking deleted it. Like all like yeah. without any warning. So we didn't have any time to like get pictures or anything off of it. Just gone. We were like, hey, this person passed away, provided proof. Can can we like have a transfer or something? Nope. Deleted. So um, I, I'm really glad that Apple, like you said, it, maybe now you're like, I don't even need that. It's like life insurance. <laughs> Policygenius.com. Yeah. You need it. <laughs> I, I make you my, uh, if I die, Sam, you get all my shit. Shouldn't Karina? <laughs> no. She doesn't want it. Not the stuff <laughs> I me. have in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sam, you weed it out. You'll be the filter and then you give it this all to her. This is coupling rules. Okay. You gotta, yeah. you gotta make yeah, sure yeah. nobody else <laughs> Yeah, Sam. Was there, any, was there anything in 15.2 that stuck out to you guys other than the things that I mentioned? Nope. <laughs> I was going to say play for Mac, but that's not in 15.2. That's in... That's in Monterey. Yeah, that, same, same vein. That counts. Sure, play for Mac. I still need They're to update my, my Mac. Anyway, just, yeah. All the lines <laughs> are iPhone so OS was, coming at Dub Dub. <laughs> You're on a streak <laughs> lately, man. And it's got um, flat uh, edges. Flat yeah. edge iPhone OS. <laughs> oh, Here's something I, I want to discuss that I, I wrote about 
uh, really late because, you know, running a blog by myself is very hard. I understand your pain, Renee. Um, can you, can you write for Apple track? And I just, I'll just give you all the ad rev. It's I like $4 a day. I just, I just like, I can't do it. Dude, like you don't know how exhausting. to anymore. You erased yeah, that I knowledge. Just, I've done it. I've done. It's like, that was like a body of work and it's like, Duh! <laughs> <laughs> okay, doing yeah. something else now. I mean, you technically yeah. write for your videos, don't you? Yeah. But then I just post them on ReneeRitchie.net. Nobody looks at them and I'm fine. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just realized um, I have, I read this script. For, I write it and I read it. I could like upload that as the closed captions, but I never do. I just let YouTube yeah. like guess. <laughs> and then they make them like they're like Vietnamese. That's what I get. Like the YouTube decides my shows are Vietnamese all the time. <laughs> it's always wrong. Okay, I'm sorry, Sam. Go ahead. I can you uh, pull the video? I'd like to show a, a video Sam, for the audience. Sam, we are relaxed right now. What the hell are you doing? I know this was a beginning show thing, but I, I'm okay, going to play a clip, go. and then I want to hear your guys' response. Uh, fascinating interview from uh, Rich Demiro. Just want you guys to listen to this. And then tell me what your thoughts are after Tim replies. Okay. There's been a lot of talk about future technology, virtual reality, electric cars. We keep seeing the headlines. What is Apple most interested in looking forward? Well, that's something we, we have to keep a few things up our sleeve. And uh, so I don't want to give too much away. But we're, we're very focused on augmented reality. We're very focused <laughs> on artificial intelligence. Uh, we're very focused on autonomy. We're focused on all of these things that are core technologies. And we'll use them in a variety of different ways. Will Apple have something that's the next big thing? Of course. Apple will always have something that's the next big thing. And fortunately, we have a lot of things that are the current big thing. Classic Tim Cook. Yeah. All right. Thoughts. I have never... Okay, here. Let me share my thoughts first. It's not what a moderator is supposed to do, but okay. I will share my thoughts <laughs> first, and then I will turn it over to the gallery. Good. <laughs> I have never heard... I, I have heard Tim Cook talk about these things individually or sprinkled into interviews over the years. This is the first time I ever heard him straight up be like AR and then AI on automation. Like yeah. basically glasses and headset in the mother trucking car. Yeah. Like, he obviously didn't say that, but that is that's the for, I've that's ever for us seen to know though. Like that. I feel like the regular person, like they're just hearing noises. Yeah. They're not putting pieces <laughs> together. Is the Apple car confirmed? Renee? What do you mean by confirmed? I mean, like they've been working on it forever, so one day maybe they never <laughs> ship the TV set you never know nothing's, oh, nothing's yeah. official until they ship it uh, the yeah. thing that I love about this though is that like Tim is willing to talk about these things because they're not actually products these are core technologies it's like I've talked about this before like the, the Mac used to have a CRT and then it moved to LCD and that was just a core technology that let the Mac be thinner, but it also let Apple make the iPhone, which could never have been made with a CRT, and then the iPad, and eventually the Apple Watch. So it was an it was like a, an interface. It was a it was something that enabled these products to be made. And he's not saying we're making an iPhone or we're making a, an iPad. He's just saying these things like augmented reality, virtual reality, are going to be like what we think of as LCD or OLED panels today and the same thing with automation like machine learning is is one aspect today another day it's going to be automation and we'll see cars and we'll see domestic not domestic like personal robotics and things but all of those are just enabling forces it's like the iphone isn't just a cell signal with a multi-touch display with miniaturized parts it, it's an iphone and tim yeah. is happy to talk about all the parts but he's not talking about the actual products yet oh no what if what if the AR VR headset is the is the thing, and Apple Car is just a VR game for the headset? 
<laughs> what if there is maybe, no car? Maybe it's just uh, the Apple buses and they make the outside look like Jurassic Park so the engineers aren't <laughs> yes. bored when they're coming to, to work. Except there's no dinosaurs. There's just giant Tim Cooks like this. <laughs> Tim Cook's Here, here's the size. question. Here's a question I want to know. Do you guys believe in your heart that there will be an Apple car that you and I can purchase one day? Yeah. What if it's a fleet and you just license it like Apple Music? Like you have your subscription to the Apple car fleet. They would do some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Same, same question. Not the same question. I don't think... I say yes, but no earlier than 27. I know people yeah, are I saying 25, be, but like... I No. I don't believe that in three years. Maybe, maybe we get like... Maybe they have a finished product in 25, but like to get all that regulated and stuff, I don't think it's in our driveways until 27. Well, that's what I'm just talking about. said that the mobile, that the car was the ultimate mobile device and like Apple PR almost chop blocked him right off the stage. That was one of my favorite memories. <laughs> Were you I there? Actually, I, I don't remember that happening. That's fascinating. Yeah, it was, I think it was one of the Wall Street Journal or Recode con- oh. uh, conferences. Mm. Gotcha. I forgot that Recode yeah. exists. I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I actually, uh, I've been working on a video sort of that this, this clip sparked in me. Um, it's going to come out probably tomorrow unless something else breaking happens. It's going to be called Apple in 2030. And it's basically me rationalizing all of these things that sound ridiculous. Cause it's like, if you go up to even like tech fans, if you're like, even to us, if I'm being honest, you're like AR headset. We're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Apple car. We're like, okay. Yeah. Like, sure. <laughs> like it, it, it uh. reminds me of like the early days of like, yeah, they're going to make a watch that a billion people are going to buy. And we're like, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, it's going to the number one watch in the world. Okay. Yeah. The AR yep. and the VR okay. are easy to like sort of project forward because the VR headset is just like a next generation Apple TV. Why sell people a cheap box for like the whole family when you can sell them thousand dollar headsets for each and every individual mm-hmm. that has all the content they've already been working on with the like with the Apple TV and iOS for the last five years. And then the AR headset is just the Apple Watch. Like why make people lift up their wrist if it's just all in front of them immediately? Yeah. So those product categories are just, those are linear progressions of existing product categories. But the Apple Watch, the Apple Car is a completely different thing. And it's gone through many iterations. But it's like, it's not even developed at like Apple Park. It's off in Sunnyvale and a whole bunch of different people working on it with, Uh it's not like built on radar and uh, like the the same, like a, next next technologies that everything else at apple it's a completely different thing so that to me is is a bigger gamble potentially bigger reward because the car market is huge but it's not something that i can linearly extrapolate from their existing businesses which makes me think Mm. like yes they're working on it will it work out will they actually make a shipping product i think that's hard to tell uh, just because it's been up and down so much over the last decade yeah it has really been and they just lost like what two or three execs like a month or so ago that yeah. keeps happening. And like the thing that makes it makes me, laugh me wonder like, what is the reason why like that is a collective yeah. thing. Like, is there a reason? Like, do these people not believe in it, or it's not imminent? Like the like, but like, can you imagine if we had the kind of reporting we had now during the iPhone era, and it would be like uh, feud at <sighs> Apple, Tony Fidel and and uh, Scott Forrestal fighting over whether it's going to be an iPod phone or an iPhone. Oh yeah, massive change. <laughs> Steve Jobs requires a glass screen for the iPhone. Scott Scott Forrestal wins. Tony Fidel humiliated as the iPod yeah. phone is canceled. The iPhone goes ahead. Apple keeping engineers yeah. trapped in pizza smelling building in IL. Like it's just like oh. the whole thing would have been so different if we had the news we had now. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're right. You're so right, Renee. I also just feel like like journalism is supposed to like serve people. And I'll be honest, like I think a story once a year about like, hey, some key executives keep departing. But like I don't. I don't know how these executives leaving is serving the public. Like, 
It's like, hey, these guys got a different job. It, it, it happened to be the car. <laughs> like, like I, I don't know. It's like maybe there's some overarching problem. Maybe like Renee said, it's because it's years away and they don't have that time in their career to wait for this thing to may or maybe not materialize. Maybe it's because they're bored. Maybe it's because they don't care about cars. And like, it could be a lot so of good many things in that industry right now. Like people are being offered a lot of stuff to move around. That's what I'm like, dude, Tesla, I'm sure is paying crazy Ford with their automate, like yeah. electric Rivian, Lucid, ev- like, you know, they're like, we got this car on the road. Now you can be a part of the Rivian R1T out tomorrow or the, the like Lucid it's, it's out tomorrow. It's an opportunity of a lifetime in two ways. Cause you could be responsible for shipping like basically the next iPhone for Apple, but also like you can get amazing offers from competing companies right now. And those mm-hmm. are two very different ways to really enhance your destiny. And you're playing them well, off. Each they other. just all go back and forth. Cause Tesla will make yes. an offer and then they'll leave Tesla, go to Apple and then yeah. back and forth. Yeah, because um, then it's like, then you see the stories of like Tesla executives depart for Apple. And I'm like, what <laughs> is this circle jerk? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, we get it. People move around. Just a lot of it what the car is doing. Like, I, I actually posted this video several times because it disappeared from YouTube. But there's this great video with Kramer from 10 years ago where like he's doing this interview and he is so based. And he's just like, you know, what you do is if you're a hedge fund owner and you've got to make your short, all you do is you call up the Apple media and you say the iPhone's going to be delayed. And they love that story. Oh, they won't yeah, ask yeah, any yeah, questions. Yeah. They'll just print it every time. So you tell them that. Then you call up the hedge you, fund. I saw that video from you. Delayed. You put yeah, that in, yeah. in a video I keep of yours. It up again yeah. Because they keep taking it down. So, and, and he's like telling you basically all. And I remember many times at I'm there'd be like, uh, an article would go up from a main, like a big business publication, like Nikkei or or Wall Street or something, and it and I know the information was false. It had no byline and it'd be gone in the morning. But mm-hmm. wow, did that stock price stock price move? And, and yeah. people are losing real money there. But it's the, the hedge fund managers and the people who are shorting Apple or you know those things are they're, they're pushing a lot of rumors to make a lot of yeah. a lot of money. Speaking of an, yeah. so JP Morgan put out this just. Wild thing. They said that uh, for the iPhone SE next year, um, the headline is, are you ready for this? Apple's most affordable 5G iPhone could turn a billion Android users into switchers. My guy. Wait, was what? that... For, was that... Was that uh, for, it was, I think it's a, nine to, it's a 9 to 5 Mac headline, but the story is from uh, JP Morgan. They said that, that. Um, the 5G... 2022 iPhone SE has the potential to attract more than a billion non-premium Android users. What? No. I mean, I guess I guess the way JP Morgan put it, maybe, but 95 Max headline Apple's most affordable 5G iPhone could turn a billion Android users into switchers is Does very far off. India? I mean, like yeah, you have some markets like India and Brazil. There's a lot of Could you imagine them selling a billion this. units of one device? If they sell it for like ten bucks and they sell it in made manufacturer <laughs> yeah, in India, maybe. I mean, <laughs> I mean what's the way. highest one? Like iPhone six S, and that sold what, like ninety million units, hundred yeah, million. I remember talking with Dieter and like going, "Is Apple ever going to sell more than twenty five thousand iPhones in a quarter? Like, it's <laughs> never going to happen." Wow. So when you were covering at that time, you did you weren't one of those people that saw the iPhone and was like, "This is it, a hundred million no like." Are, were you a little skeptical when it when it first came no, out? No, so like I had a trio back then, and I watched the iPhone <laughs> keynote. I, I was like, I was all in on Microsoft. I had Windows, I had a Windows Mobile trio, I had an Xbox, I had all these things, and for years I watched Bill Gates strut out on the CES stage and say, like, "Power of software, we're gonna make everything work together." You're gonna ha-. and like it never did. It never worked. Like mm-hmm. nothing was the same. And then Apple oh. comes out with the iPhone, and at that moment I'm like, connects like an iPod. 
you know, this is all going to keep developing. The internet is coming there. They've got this. So I like, I switched over. I'm like, this is, this is the future for what like an ecosystem of products is going to be like. I, I think, think at that time, that. at that time I had, it was an HTC phone and it was like, this is a remote for my light back there, but it was literally like this thick. Yeah. And, uh, it had Windows Mobile 4 or something on it, yeah. and it had a stylus, and Windows Mobile 4 was like just Windows XP, shrunken down. It was awful. It was yeah. absolutely awful, but I thought that was the cool... It had a slide-out keyboard, and you could do emails word. on it. Yeah. Pocket Word. I was Sorry, like... Pocket Word. Pocket IE. I, as a... I mean, I was... How old was I? I was pretty young. I was probably like... Baby Jern. Yeah, I was probably like <laughs> 14, 15. Were you Sam's age? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought that that was like, I thought that that was the future. Of course, that's my little kid brain being like, oh, they put a whole computer on this. I use this yeah. now. It's Windows, but right here in my hand. And so I thought, yeah, I thought that was the future. And so when when the iPhone came out, one of my friends got it and he had convinced me. I think I told the story before. He had His name was Ryan Boehner. Shout out, Ryan. He convinced me, maybe he was making it up or maybe he believed it. At the time, because it was AT&T exclusive, people believed that the iPhone, the special feature about iPhone, was that you had your own cellular satellite that followed you around. <laughs> so you always had service, which was That's not so the creepy. truth. You never had That's service. So good. Yeah, you never had. You never had service. Like, I still don't have service. In 2006, it was unfathomable that the future wouldn't be Windows in your pocket running Internet Explorer. Like, if uh-huh. you told anybody it was going to be Unix in your pocket running the Conqueror web browser, they would have thought you were completely out of your mind. Humans are so stupid. We're just like, yeah, this the future, <laughs> this but small. Like, no one could think. Yes. That's why I hate that now. Like, I try to preach that now with everyone in the comments that are, like, uh, talking about foldable phones and all this, all this, like, stupid stuff. Like, we're just making this stuff because we're bored. Like, that's not <laughs> that's not the bigger picture. That's not the future. AR is the future. Like, we won't even be holding all these things that you obsess over. We won't even be holding them in 10 years. And I feel like people can't see past that thing. They can't see past the little glass sandwich that they have in their pocket. That was me when I was a kid, being like, Windows forever. Yeah, well, that, like you'll no, have, that's really you'll what have my... some small token that has like local authentication and cloud connection, and then any because of AR, anything will be an opportunistic interface. Yeah, yeah, that's literally what my video was about. Was this conversation? I was just like, I know we we're all seeing these rumors of like the VR headset and everything in the car, but it's like, hey, we also all said this, you know, in the past about other yes. things, and like most importantly, like the, the a couple points that I made is like in 2010. If you would have told me that there was going to be an iPhone without a headphone jack and then Apple would sell me the replacement for the feature they removed and it would become a, like a crazy business on its own, yeah. I would have never believed it. It doesn't make – you're going to – all the world's headphones work with this one <laughs> thing and they're going to take it off the popular <laughs> phone. Okay. Okay, buddy. Yeah. But it's like what do you know? They were onto something because it turns out wireless audio – I mean Renee's wearing AirPods. I'm wearing AirPods right now. Although – I do have a wire because I'm podcasting, so I want it to be zero latency. Anyway, <laughs> it, they're like, you know, there's a reason. Like, humans are dumb. And when you hear these rumors, it's like, listen, it's okay. I'm dumb too. Fast <laughs> like, voices. Yeah, want fast voices. <laughs> when yeah. are you putting this you video out, Sam? Sense? Do I have time to like skirt right in front of you? <laughs> I mean, uh, it's like the, the, the A roll is all edited. I just have to edit some B roll. I got to go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> if I just put the video out real quick. That's a really good idea for a video. Thanks. I'm not going to steal it. I'm, I'm just going to watch it. it. Yeah, I, I sit at this desk, and it's just a real casual conversation, and 
I, I think it's a good video. Like I really feel like I, I made some good points and and I, I was happy with it. It's a it's a fun like Apple off season video that I I think sort of highlights what we're all feeling, which is like these rumors are crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just going to shoot right for cybernetics. I'm going to skip the whole AR thing and just do the Apple cybernetics. <laughs> <thing. laughs> um, speaking of, uh, sp- oh, real quick, I, I had a real piece of news that I wanted to talk about. But do you do you all remember a certain article that went out like last week or the week before from a certain leaker that we will not mention that uh, publishes on an actual like news website that. I don't know why they run with his information or let him be a contributor, but they that's what they do. Uh, an article about Tim Cook leaving and that he was going to run for president. <laughs> really? I missed that. I, I thankfully yeah. missed that. Yeah. Uh, how, how did you both miss did that? Anyway, the article. Did it happen? Is he wait, president? Wait. Yeah, it was hasn't happened on? yet, I don't think. I think they're was warming this? up the campaign. I dropped news. It was I dropped news, yes. Um, yeah, no, They. I'm just going to say this to the people watching. Uh-oh. I don't normally like throw or like... I'm not like, I, I love everybody, but, um, no, they literally hired two writers that just like straight up lie and call it exclusive. And then everyone and else. Re- and because it's, I drop news, the other news websites run with it too. And it's, uh, yeah, no, I reached out to the website and was like, Hey, I just want you to know that like the two people that you, you hired as writers. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, maybe they didn't do their due diligence. Like I, because I care about media outlets. And I was like, I don't want you guys to get screwed from bad Bad actors. Your Apple traffic score is plummeting right now. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Like, I, I don't ever come at these things from like a nefarious, like, they're yeah. doing well, so I don't get... No, I'm just like, no, you, they're going to legitimately ruin... The, I used to like iDrop News. Yeah, exactly. I no now I will never take them reading, seriously. Yeah. That, so it was like out of love. I was like, hey, I don't want them to ruin the site that you built. Like, you guys have a lot of followers. People care. Like, I don't I don't want them to hurt you guys. At least but one they, of them... At least one of them has gotten like one or two stories. The other one is like... It could be any Twitter user that they hired. And we're like, yeah, write stories. Just make it up. Go ahead. The dude has lied repeatedly. It's just the fake leaker epidemic starting all over again. And I'm like, how did you guys not see? Okay. Uh, So, yeah. No, I did not see that. That is hilarious. Well, that makes me – I have to ask Renee because he's the intelligent one of the group right now. Uh, Renee, Tim Cook leaving. It's going to happen, obviously. When Mm. do you think he's going to walk out? Um, I, I think, you know, again, when he said like 10 years, he's sincere about that kind of thing. Like plans can obviously change, but I think he's got like, this is where I want to be and I want to make sure I have these pieces in the right place. And then maybe he'll do the executive chairman thing the way that Steve did when he left. But I think he's yeah. like, a lot of the times I, I, I would Apple feel way more comfortable because people don't that. believe them. And they just like they say what they mean, and people are like, "There's no way they're actually going to do that." So what's the real? Well, they plan? also said air power was coming, so we can't believe everything they say. Yeah, but, I mean, they screw up. But, I mean, like they they tell you what they think at the time. It's like no, well, like yeah, they could still screw up. Tim could trip. It wasn't like Phil Schiller's April Fool's joke. Uh, so who's your pick for next CEO, Renee? Right now, it'd be Jeff Williams. Uh, in ten years, though, who knows? Because Jeff Williams is not that much different in age than. Uh, Tim Cook, mm-hmm. and the way Apple is formed, it's like they have all these basic, basically the senior vice presidents are presidents of their own companies, like their own divisions within Apple. But if it was like any time in the next couple of years, it's Jeff Williams, and after that- Does it, it have like, to go by hierarchy though? Couldn't they just pick Craig for it's fun? It's not hierarchy. Like it's like, there's very specific things that Apple wants in a CEO. Like when when Steve Jobs was grooming Tim Cook for CEO, uh, he made Tim like go into marketing and do all these things that he was uncomfortable. So there's nobody more groomed parts. than Craig. Have you seen him? 
Yeah, I mean, like, well, I mean, like, he's gonna have to add a button. Like, that was like, yeah. a whole thing for him. Yeah. But J- Jeff is like the same thing. Like, he's been pushed into marketing. He's had to run product. He's had to do all these uh-huh. things. And he would continue exactly the way Tim Cook has because he's like the logistics person and he can manage Apple very well. While like the hardware teams and design teams are are doing it. But I think like if, after five six years, it could be like one of the newer people we're seeing uh, just moving up. I cannot imagine them though without Tim Cook. But I mean, we couldn't imagine them without Steve either. But yeah, my follow up to that, Renee, is is that who you would want more than anyone, or is it you're just saying like logically that is who that is what all the evidence points to? He's who I'd want for Apple because I think he would cont- he would mm-hmm. have the greatest chance of succeeding with that or keeping Apple moving in the direction it's moving now. I think like five years from now, probably not because I don't think he'd be there for very long. Because again, he's like pretty similar age to Tim. And mm-hmm. after a while, your family wants to start spending time with your money. Like that's always the, yeah. that's always the motivator. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like that's why like they go off and they build a castle somewhere and then they're like, yeah, what the hell is Tim going to do when he walks out? He wakes up at like three o'clock in the goddamn morning and that he's, he's going to wake up at three o'clock. Too. Yeah. He's going to wake up at three yeah. o'clock uh, after his, like his first day, just being by himself after retirement and be like, okay, what do I do? I go back he now. Go, he goes to appletrack.com and goes, well, <laughs> they haven't told me shit today. <laughs> oh, the Apple Car. with like Nike or something. He'll do like, he'll, he'll, get, he'll get like a so, healthcare. So you think Apple Car yeah. like during his tenure? Yeah. Yeah. If things, if things go well, like that is just such a big, it's such a big thing for Apple and it's not their normal experience. And it's, there's so many things they'd have to do to make the car. He That's should, they should announce the Apple Car, announce his retirement. And he just drives away in it. Oh, that's, that would be so hype. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be the ultimate exit. He becomes Apple I, I, fellow. I, yeah, just for that, <laughs> I want I want him to wait till the Apple car is out and then just drive away. I'd be fine with that exit. Pick anyone else after. And then, Apple could crash and burn. Yeah, Apple yeah. could crash and burn after that and the memory would still be worth it. The C, I don't know, he just got in the car and we never saw him after that. <laughs> don't know what happened. It was just, he was just gone. <laughs> He's just self-driving all the way to... New York in his little no steering wheel in the car. Nobody goes to New York. It's terrible. Is that it? Oh no! Wait, I wanted to mention the the iMac Pro early twenty twenty two. We it's not really news. We knew that, but still, spring twenty two, (sighs) baby. I wish I wish that was now though. Do you want it, John? Do you is that your next Mac? I really like desktop. I really love desktop experiences. Uh, I I never really liked laptops. Um, I know you could you could hook it up and do both. Uh, but I really like the traditional like desktop, especially for working. Because when I'm not working, I'm not on any of this stuff. I I'm on an iPad Mini or my phone. That's it. I don't even use the no, iPad Air because that's too many sauce. steps. You've been outed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just the hot sauce next to the nice dead. For real. I was just like I I had fallen asleep early. I this I've been like an old man lately, where I just fall asleep like sitting up. Like the other day. What? <laughs> The other day, I, I I let my dog outside, or both of them, and it was cold outside. And one of them is this little skinny chihuahua, and she was all cold and shivering. So I was like, it's okay. I'll warm you up before bed. So I sat on the couch with her, and as she warmed up, my body just went, oh, we love this. And I just, I don't remember what happened. I just woke up. What? Yeah, and but that's been happening. I don't, I have no explanation. Like, I, maybe because it's the weather change and I'm warm and comfy inside. I don't oh know, but God. I just fall asleep so early, like struggle to keep my, struggle to keep my eyes open. I wake up and Karina walks in. I was in the bed. I, I just got in the bed. I fell asleep. Maybe I was watching TikTok or something, whatever you do with your time. I wake up and Karina goes, of course. I was like, what? Of course you have hot sauce on your nightstand. And she just takes it and walks out. 
She took I, your hot sauce? I wasn't done. Well, she does this thing all the time where, like, if I have something, she'll just take it. Like, she obviously, I'm done with it. Like, it's, it's community empty, hot sauce. But, but I'm not ready. Yeah, I'm not ready. It's not done for me. But she took it, and, yeah, I have hot sauce in there. Um, Did you take your genius cloth, too? Dude, I barely get this thing. She sleeps with a genius cloth for real, and I don't even get—I don't even see it. I had to go find it in the bed. Like it, she put it under all the covers, and I had to go dig it out for the show. Couples cloth marketing opportunity, new product. Mm. Oh yeah, just a couples cloth. A genius, genius cloth max. A genius, yeah, a genius cloth pro max is just a really big one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, we gotta do that. So yeah, I'm—I'm really excited for the iMac. Uh, that's like my ultimate experience. That's what I want. See the thing with the iMac. I'm telling you right now, it's not going to be my daily. Why? You want to know why? Because <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. Not 32 inches. You don't know that. Not Ross Young, come on. Only why would you accurate. believe someone who's 100% accurate, Sam? I know. It reminds I, if me it, like if when anyone else said 27 inches, but. It's like when Gene Munster saw, like, heard about the panels for the first 27-inch iMac. And he's like, Apple's making a TV. Like, no, Gene. <laughs> Apple's <laughs> oh, making yeah, a TV. yeah, I remember that. Yes. I mean, hey, I want to be optimistic and say this is for just the monitor. That would be perfect. I I just, I've fallen in love with, uh, with the Pro Display. I, I remember a yeah. couple weeks ago, I was like, I'm going to return it. Not worth it. Dude, it's just, it's just so Did good. Did you just... The, it, did you the just vignetting? let it run out of the return window and go, oh, what can you yeah. do? Guess we're the, keeping it. That's Apple's the plan. Only, if they made the iMac 32 inches, you wouldn't buy the Pro Display anymore. Oh, now you have to have both. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Maybe I would use it next to it, like as a as a dual. I've just never been into dual displays. But no, the, the Pro Display XDRs, it's two issues for six grand is what you pay. It's got vignetting, which means it gets darker on the edges than yeah. where you're looking, and, or, or darker around than where you're looking. And then it's not 120 hertz. And I fully believe that in June of 2022, when they announce the next Mac Pro, there's going to be a new Pro Display XDR with 120 hertz. Your eyeballs will stop bleeding from the low frame rate. You bet your eyebrows on that? John, this is your thing. Well, you keep saying you're 100% sure. That's a lot of sure. You should be fine. Have you seen this channel? It's confirmed, John. It is confirmed. It's confirmed. (laughs) (laughs) Renee, I want to ask you this one-on-one. What are your... Hang on, hang on. I'll leave. Go ahead. Ask one-on-one. Go ahead. (laughs) <laughs> do, you, do you think I should use the word confirmed and I may or may not change my behavior based off of it? Uh, I mean, it depends. Like old cynical, like uh, editor Renee would be like, it's not confirmed until Apple announces it or puts out a press release because I was trained in That's old true. media. But like YouTube Renee is like, yeah, come on, get your clicks. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube yeah. Renee is like, it was from, was from Ross Young. He's hundred percent accurate. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I used to, I mean, you are that. Side, right? Yeah. I, I no, used I, to I do that. Like I would, uh, I appreciate that feedback. When you worked uh, doing the Vector channel and you were less YouTube-y, like you had less leeway, I was always worried, like, if I say this for YouTube fun, is Renee going to pick it apart? So here's the the thing, though. Like, my boss back then was, like, my boss was Crackberry Kevin. Crackberry Kevin was, like, the biggest YouTube personality before YouTube existed. He's, like, like, his whole tagline was the number one Apple fanboy. He would do, like, pictures of him crapping on an an iPhone. Like, you know, like, I was... (laughs) His biggest regret is that Fisher and I, we were not more like that. He would have mm-hmm. loved it if we had done those stuff. But we were like, no, you know, we can't do this. This is not appropriate behavior oh, you know, yeah. on the internet. We, and now we that's totally all I do. Mellow. <laughs> I think in the last two episodes, I've held a dildo. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, like, he, was, he would give away Blackberry Storms based on people getting tattoos and mud wrestling. Like, oh, like the whole internet culture <laughs> wow. started back then. We're missing out, Sam. That's what we need to do. 
Mud wrestling? I don't know how much of that no, is still, get, will get you canceled we'll get, these days. <laughs> we'll give away blackberries. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be that would be very on brand. We're yeah. very we're very yeah. uh up to date yes. on newest tech <laughs> here on Genius Bar. Uh free there's a big big giveaway. Uh just subscribe to the channel and you could win a Blackberry what name of a passport Blackberry is that bold. A the original Blackberry, Blackberry bold. bold. You'll you will win a Blackberry Bold or a Blackberry from Storm. Yeah. I, don't oh, have I was so uncanadian. Awesome. I didn't have blackberries. I was... <laughs> oh, dude, the sidekick. That was the shit uh, from T-Mobile. Yeah. Too bad it was like... Movement. Yeah, too bad that whole network was held together with thoughts and prayers, though, back then. T-Mobile was terrible. Oh, it, was pre, it was pre-magenta. I said back then. They're great now. I, I use T-Mobile yeah. now. Oh, really? Yeah, I love them. Are there They're, good yeah. uh, carriers in Canada, Renee? Uh, I mean, we have Bell, Rogers, and T, and uh, I was going to say T-Mobile. Uh, Telus, those are our gotcha. uh, three big carriers. Is it, who's the best? Depends. Like Telus and Bell, probably it's, it's the same thing as the U.S. Like Telus and Bell were like Verizon; they were CDMA networks that moved over to mm -hmm. uh, LTE and then 5G. And Rogers was like AT&T or GSM network that moved over to 5G. So it, it depends on where you are. And then Manitoba, gotcha. like nuts, because they have like 13 different local carriers just in that one province and nowhere else. Like it's, it's an interesting country. Yeah. You can you can come uh to our country and uh I will give you I will give you uh twelve months of mint mobile. That's and all I have Ryan to do Reynolds is come really here. In life. Yeah. yeah. That is. <laughs> I'm not saying that they sent it to me and I haven't used it and it's in an envelope. Um but if you, you wanted it. Canada loves you back. Did you see that video? No. Ryan Reynolds won the Governor General's Award and they made him a music video for the singer from the Bare Naked Ladies called Canada Loves You Back. I love the Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah, Very underrated band. It's such a good video. It's on Ryan Reynolds' channel. That, and you've got to watch his Deadpool defense of uh, Nickelback. Those are two excellent episodes. <laughs> also, okay, funny. for real though, Nickelback is not that bad. Can, do we agree? <laughs> I mean, nobody's that bad. We ship everyone off to America, and then you yeah. get to keep Justin Bieber. Everything's Dude, great in this it world. felt <laughs> weird even saying the word Nickelback on the internet. Like, I feel like that's not even in my universe. Like, all I'm allowed to say yeah. is iPhone, an iPad iPhone. mini, an Apple iPhone car. 12 mini. Yeah. Taylor Swift was in, a, was in an Apple Music or some sort of commercial. We can talk about that. It. It's fine. Yeah, I should guess I so. Or you too. Yeah. Renee, yeah. should I move to Canada? Is it a good place? I mean, like, it's colder, but we have water that's not owned by Nestle. So, like, you got to picture <laughs> I, Dude, I like colder weather. I Sam. Hate, no, I, I hate the cold. I'll be honest. I don't know if... Why? But aren't you in Northern America anyway? Aren't you basically a, a belter? Yeah, I'm in Missouri. I don't know if you're yeah. familiar with U.S. geography. Yep. It's like the middle of the country, basically. Yeah. I'm not familiar with Canada geography or anywhere else because I'm a dirty little it's American. Ameri it's America's hat. I just know Canada's got like the four little jigs. It's like a little puzzle. It's like the four little big sections. Keep then, going. So The four jigs? Yes. <laughs> there's like a bunch of provinces and stuff. Uh -huh. there. 12 provinces. You got, you, you got the Canoopsies and like the Toronto and like. Yes. Toronto's like Chicago. It's And then Montreal is like six hours north of New York and. Vancouver is like just north of Seattle. So we basically, you have, uh, yeah, Toronto's basically Chicago. Montreal is like Boston. And then hmm. Vancouver is like Seattle. Where are you based out of? Montreal. Gotcha. What's your yeah. address? Wouldn't be the first time on this show. I tell you what, Renee. <laughs> Yeah. A couple weeks just ago. accidentally doxing people left and right. No, I Come doxed over. myself, dog. Oh, I you? doxed myself. Oh, that's how I got a package. That's how the Walmart person 
walked home. Yes, with exactly. Oh no, I, that Walmart person was probably like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like in the middle of Arkansas. Like, uh, so I got a, I had a package, and I was on the show on Genius Bar, and I, <sighs> I grabbed it and put it past the camera, and was like, "By the way, the camera didn't see it." But me getting cocky, I was like, "Oh, did the camera see that?" And I put my address straight up to the camera and was like, oh, future me will totally remember to edit this out. Did not <laughs> remember. And the show went out that way and we had to emergency take it down. Oh, no. Did you, try, so, you want to trust YouTube's edit tool? No. Uh, so if you're interested, Renee, um, yes. if you have anything with your address on it, feel free to put it on and I will for sure edit it out. Yeah, it's at Apple Park. Just whatever you want. Figure it out. Apple <laughs> One Apple Park. <laughs> yeah. Way, I think yeah, underneath the, the giant rainbow stage. I'm just sitting there, minding my own business. Well, gents, is there anything else we should talk about before we end this episode? No, I was just thinking as we're talking, I was like, I want to like do like a little YouTuber meetup. Like I just want to like have everybody in one place and we can just like do but it. But not like, record it. Like I just want to be together and just be friends. Oh, it would be kind of fun to vlog it. No. Like, do you vlog, Sam? No, but I would if my life was more interesting. <laughs> like, like my life right now consists of like wake up at like 10 a.m., type on a computer, record a video, go for a run, and then play video games. Like that, that's an unvloggable lifestyle. But I think I'm, I think I'm decently good at it. Like I, I've done some Apple videos where I sort of do it more vlog style, and I think it, I think it's good. My life currently is wake up, write the <laughs> show, hot sauce. Yeah, look at yeah, my hot sauce. Try to find it. God damn it. Slow stop being funny, Renee. Okay, this is my show. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, I wake up. <laughs> I wake up. I write the show. I film the show. I edit the show and I fall asleep like an old man. That's what happens. Yeah. Unless uh like right now, football season has really uh impacted my work schedule. Like and by impacted I mean I don't work. I turn on the football game and then I'm like I would rather do this. <laughs> and I just that's like American that. gridiron football. Yeah, I just watch nice. football and that's it. So if, if people wonder, hey, where's front page tech? John's probably watching football and listening You're a to Nickelback. Guy? Yeah, I love football, dog. What? Cleveland Brown fans, where are we at? Okay, just me. It's All right. you and okay. Stephen Warwick, I think. Yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> Stephen and I actually text a lot during the games. <laughs> nice. Do you leave the results to, like, to him? That he has to watch the game like through a VPN, pretending to be in like Singapore or something. <laughs> that tracks. That's awesome. And then you all right, tell is that him, it, oh, everybody? Yeah, guys, thank yep. you, thank you for coming, Renee. It was thank so good you. to talk to you, man. Renee, Anytime. thank you so much. You have to come on a lot now since we've like sure. we popped the Renee cherry now. And Can thank I you say for being so patient with us because no, I know no we had scheduled and unscheduled, and I, I appreciate your. Your patience with us. No, it's so much fun to be here. Thank one you my, so much for having me. One of my favorite humans ever, Renee. This is your spot now. Uh, feel free to let people know uh, the floor is yours, where they can find you uh, if they love you. Uh, I'll just I'll be in the sidebar for an eye update video or a front page. Tech video. <laughs> just look look to the right and then look for like Renee. This. Tell us where you're from. Stop being so you, humble. YouTube.com/slash Renee Ritchie. There you go. Okay. Great URL. He's solo right. now, so you have to go watch all his videos uh, so he doesn't quit. If you quit, I will be so pissed, Renee. I, can't, I won't quit. I won't quit. I'll wait till YouTube fans. I was going to say, when are you going to retire? I just I remember retired. like, oh, you're retired now? That, yeah, that's like, what, what else would I do? It? Like, I'd retire and make YouTube videos. Done. Yeah. I just realized <laughs> that like, so this is like the first, we're within like the first gen of YouTube, I would say, with first, second gen. There's going to be a time where all your favorite YouTubers like retire. They go away. A lot of them are gone already. A lot, a lot of the OG YouTubers. 
But no, yeah, they're on TikTok. What? TikTok? I went TikTok. They're on TikTok <laughs> now. <laughs> they're on TikTok. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, hey, Renee, thank you, Renee. Renee, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank man. you guys. Give it up for Renee. Yay! Hooray! What other songs do I have? Oh, that's not the one. You got to play that one. In honor of my Canadianness, is that what it was? Okay, Renee, uh, quick, give us a joke. Uh, hit us with a joke right now. All right, so these two muffins are in the oven, and one muffin turns to the other muffin and says, it's hot in here, and the other one turns back and goes, oh my God, a talking muffin. That was pretty good. Thanks for watching Genius that Bar, was like, everybody. That was we'll a better joke than I could have come up with. We we'll love you guys. We'll see you next week. We'll see you in the next episode. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.